2: It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of New LawOffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy. And brought to you by WowFreeCam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now, we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's T.R. <coughs> and
0: Tim. Take it away.
2: Well, good evening or good morning, depending on where you're at. Welcome to a very impromptu edition of the Tim and Tom Show, aptly titled the Thursday Morning Podcast, About Absolutely Nothing. Uh, we're just waiting for we, I'm just waiting for Tom to log in here and get on the show. And we're going to uh, entertain you with two hours of absolutely nothing. And I'm sure you are can hardly wait for that kind of excitement. Um, been a busy week again for everybody. Uh, we had to pre-tape the... Uh, basketball show, and here he is now, without further ado, Mr. T.R. Tom Robinson, Thomas.
0: Yowza, yowza, yowza. It's a lovely Wednesday evening, or slash Thursday morning, I should correct myself. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's the Thursday morning podcast about absolutely nothing, as I just was telling the good folks, uh, totally impromptu taping taking place here. No notes, no, no formula, no schedule, no nothing. Just gonna shoot the shit and see where it goes.
0: Well, you can shoot the shit. I mean, if if you happen to pass a computer and there's some stories that are humorous oh, or I'm sure, much-
2: I'm sure something will come up in the in the conversation. But
1: uh, <laughs> I don't have
2: a I don't have a list of them in front of me today. I I was uh, I mean, we can go to the one that seems to get everybody's attention. Uh, um, Meltzer scandal, um, which, on retrospect, now I, I feel like uh, I might have got caught up in the whole uh, the whole Twitter thing. Got me a little bit excited. Although I didn't call for Dave's head, or his job, or even that he apologized. I just thought he was wrong, and other than that, um, I don't care what he uh, I don't care what he tweeted ten years ago or twenty years ago about. I saw somebody bitching about, well, he said Sable was a bitch. Uh, Jim Cornette says Sable's a bitch every week. (laughs) You know, every time he talks about her, he says she's a bitch, and worse. So, yeah, I think people just, you know, there again. Uh, He has the right to make the statement, and then I guess he has to take the downfall for it when some shit comes his way. But like I said, I don't think that he should have to uh, give up his company or anything crazy like that. He said it. He owned it. Um, I said he was wrong, in my opinion. But uh, enough already. Let's let's move on. I mean, that's not really. It's not really an earth-shattering thing, is it?
0: Well, here's my biased, very biased. So everybody hears that again. It's my biased take on this story that I didn't even know existed until, you know, a few minutes ago, <laughs> and a little more than a few minutes ago. So I'm late on the whole outrage. And when you and I talk, one thing we don't like is bullshit outrage. Um, Well, I say I'm biased because um, 86 maybe, maybe 85, probably more like 86. A young, impressionable TR and a fraternity of people around the world, which is very small, subscribe to the best Fucking thing that on God's green earth, if you're a wrestling fan, and it was called The Wrestling Observer by one Dave Meltzer. He took ideas from guys like Bob Clawson and, uh, you know, even the magazine by Jim Melby, the magazine series is that were kind of uh, exposing the business as opposed to the after mags that followed storylines and made up false interviews and things of that nature. He was in touch, a legitimate journalist uh, who was going to be a sports writer and loved wrestling so much that he put all his eggs in one basket and people said he was crazy and it worked. He made six figures and then the Internet and the newly smart people and the politically correct people, et cetera. And I I do blame Dave Dave for one thing, and that's becoming a part. Of this nonsense that occurs, and getting basically pulled in, uh, and uh, you know, in that way, I, I would say to Dave, in a joking, friendly manner, because he is my friend, uh, flew across the country to uh, help support a cause when I was ill in 1990. So I, you know, will always be my boy. But uh, I would tell him that you've been a bit of a sucker for jumping on because you you didn't make a tweet that she was fat and skinny and all that, whatever is being twisted around. You made a comment like we do every week here, every day here. I do. Every time I've been on the air, I've made a comment about somebody's appearance, including my own. And he didn't even finish a comment. Uh, If you're a cryptic, decipher of what he was intending to imply it was that she was lighter in nxt and heavier now which i i don't quite frankly i don't know that that's the case i think she was hot then hot now and they got boring chants because they were in a city that thought they sucked um and he stopped himself, and he didn't come out. But it was enough for some goober to make it known, and definitely a male goober. It isn't like Peyton Royce is a subscriber to the Dave and Brian Alvarez show, uh, but it's convenient with the Evolution because they're you know they weren't on SmackDown last night. That now with the Evolution,
2: well, she'll be on next Tuesday. He's then.
0: actually. Exactly. Dave Dave just handed her a renewed push and a new agenda, um, unintentionally. Uh, If he feels that there's a lesson to be learned and all that stuff for, you know, having an opinion that she was hotter like before and not now, then he kind of traded in his man card for political correctness. But – if he believes that, if he wants to jump over to the politically correct and not having free speech in the United States of america um which he didn't even say, he didn't say that uh she was fat or anything like that, he just said she was lighter uh in his last comment when it cut off but you know uh i guess if he if he's built an empire, he makes six figures a comfortable living he, he he makes more than well, currently, uh, WWE is a fucking goldmine, but at one time he made more money writing about wrestling than 80% of those wrestling made. So I could sense, you know, some uh, resentment there for people falling on their back, but the guy was the best, still is the best at what he does. Uh, reporting, which Jim Cornette always points out, and I will concur, reporting. Now, on the Brian and Dave show, it's just like the Tim and Tom show. It's opinions, not reporting. So some goover isolated a clip of his opinion, which they could do to you or I or Nate, and say he would fuck, marry, or kill somebody. I think, uh, you know, you <laughs> killed, like, Sasha Banks last week. Yeah, and, I did. <laughs> if you could isolate that clip, some dork that doesn't like you, and, you know, it wouldn't be big because you don't, have the observer and have that kind of uh, you know, Push. stick with, with whatever. <laughs> but if any dork out there wants to isolate a clip, now Peyton Royce, uh I don't have a problem with I think she's again hot as fuck. Anytime I I didn't see that much for an NXT because sometimes I forget to watch unless I, I didn't hear either. a good storyline.
2: <clears throat> she didn't look but any different to I me. think she's That's hot as shit now. Hot. Yeah, good looking. That's all I know.
0: And, uh, you know, if if she's not his cup of tea, who gives a fuck? But apparently Peyton Royce does, who had to then take it to a ridiculous extreme by saying it's a message to young girls to starve themselves. Which, if you find me one girl, 12 or under, that's a subscriber to the Dave and Brian radio show that airs at midnight and listens and will be influenced by that comment that she probably wouldn't even have understood. Fictionally speaking, like there's a little girl who subscribes to Dave's podcast. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's just, it's just that Dave hates Russo. Russo hates Dave. And I, I don't mind either of them to be honest with you, but Russo has his loyal pests. Dave has his loyal guys, which I'm sort of one of, but you know, I won't say everything he says is right like the Russo people, and Cornette has his cult that says everything's right, and I like him, too. But it's nothing. It's more ridiculous, probably, than any story we've covered. To say that little girls would... It's like saying little girls will will be affected by the Tim and Tom show. If there's a little girl out there that can, <laughs> that can the call... Freak. <laughs> yeah. And the likelihood of a little girl... Being on the fence of not knowing what to do with herself at twelve is going to start being anorexic because Dave stopped himself and said, "I I I think she was thinking of a jigger the way he talks, and it's hard to even decipher for me what he says because he's a great writer, but sometimes it's hard to you know understand yeah, he where he's going. A, he, he has a speech really impediment. Fast.
2: He he has a speech impediment. He does stutter occasionally and stumbles on his words every now and then.
0: And he speaks fast, quite frankly, so that, that doesn't yeah, make and, it easier and uh so i'm a card carrying observer guy i know that the careers of the chris Benoit's uh, i don't mean to bring him up first but the Saboos, the jerry linds the x-pox the eddie guerreros we're all the chris jerichos we're all dwindling just like the guys now like the zach sabers that have to go to Japan and England and everywhere else just to put food on their table. When the Observer was around and Eddie Gilbert, friend of mine then rest is, rest in peace, and Paul Heyman, friend of mine then, were booking Alabama. They read the Observer and said, Hey man, this kid Pillman's supposed to be really a badass up there in Calgary. Fucking played for the Bill, played for the Bengals rather. Tim Wood, strength coach at the time for the Bengals, recommended, he was an observer reader, recommended, hey Dave, check out Pillman. Checked out Pillman, got reports from people in Calgary. There was no internet then. Word spread, Pillman got jobs. Benoit got jobs when Dennis would fly him in. Dennis would, tapes would get around to so-and-so. All of a sudden, he's getting WCW tryouts. Hey, this Taz guy up there is throwing suplexes (laughs) up on Savoldi's ICW. He got looked at by other people because of the Wrestling Observer and because of Dave Meltzer and guys before the internet that took it to a level where they knew it was a work, but liked it anyway. His sources on the record after the fact were Terry Funk, Bruiser Brody, Eddie Gilbert, etc., Paul Heyman, Jim Cornette, all talked to Bill Watts, Jim Ross, all talked to him had an agreement to tell them about territories and so forth and real attendance, what the guys were really making. And it ended up, you know, some would call it the dirt sheets that weren't talking to him. Others would use Dave as a way to better their employment. Vince McMahon learned of people via the observer along comes the internet and a few, and, and, uh, tell To some degree, Keller, but I don't want to bring him into this. But uh, Dave was the original. When somebody dies, now WWE.com is probably the most go-to, but if not, it's obviously Meltzer. It's not Mike Johnson, and it's not fucking Wade, or it's not fucking whoever else is out there. uh, Ryan Satin, fuck, or whatever his name is. It's Dave. You go to the Observer to find out the details because he's a legitimate journalist who has credibility. And he finds out exactly what the fuck happened. And if he finds out wrong information, he retracts it. But a little tangent because it's fresh on my mind. And if anybody out there can point out something that uh, I wasn't made aware of, that my rant is uh, off base, legitimate reasons other than oh, I hate that Meltzer guy cuz he gave Kenny Omega 7 stars. I don't agree that fucking <laughs> Omega and Okada are best workers either. But that's a reason to hate a guy because he likes jap wrestling, will hate Michael Elgin then. Michael Elgin's a good dude. He works New Japan. And he loves New Japan. He thinks it's the best wrestling in the world. I don't. I'm not in the matches. I'd rather watch Roddy Piper smack a coconut over Jimmy Snuka's head. That's why I like wrestling. But Different strokes for different folks. Now I'm off topic. But Peyton Royce you're still fucking hot to you're still fucking hot. And you're Dave good. maybe learn a lesson and stay the fuck off Twitter and just write your shit and don't listen no, to these fucking This groupers. is the
2: problem for me. And it's only and it's a small problem. And it's the problem I have when other people do it. Dave Meltzer's entitled to his opinion about anything. And he can view sure. and he can and he can uh he can voice that opinion. Anywhere he wants. When it's about, except when when he's doing his wrestling show, and that's about wrestling. If he'd have said, you know what, she looks like she's a little heavier, and it's affected her ring work, or I think it's slowed her down, or something like that, then I wouldn't have even nodded an eyeball at it. I would have went, okay, that is wrestling relevant. That comment for me, anyway. And maybe I took it wrong, and I could have because I didn't even hear it. I've only read it that it was about what she looked like. And that, to me, as a wrestling journalist, has nothing to do with shit. And that, maybe, for me, is a place where he shouldn't go, period, because it's irrelevant to what's... Unless he says, you know, she she looks horrible in that outfit, I don't know what her character is, and it's affecting her, there again, affecting the in-ring product, then I'd have been okay with it. It's just not a smart place to go these days. Whether that's right or wrong is a whole other debate, as we both know. Um, that's my only problem, it's like when the celebrities go to the award shows and talk about shit that has nothing to do with the award show it's okay, no, you're allowed to talk about that shit just not here you know, if Dave Meltzer wants to take out a uh, you know, wants to have a 10 minute or if he'd have said, look, hey and I don't think he did, but if he would have done hey, look, this aside, I know this is a wrestling show but this is my opinion on this and I'm talking out of school here that'd have been okay too small thing maybe, but You just got to be like he. I mean, I guess he's an older guy who who comes from our days, and he may have said it and not even thought twice. Well, obviously, didn't think twice because he's not, you know, not in tune with that whole let's bash the guy, pile on, dog pile kind of thing that goes on. Um, I said, I don't care that he said it. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, He's entitled to say it. I disagree. Uh, But there again, like I said, I'm not about to uh, – it doesn't – how do I put it? It it doesn't bring into any disrepute anything he may have done previously or anything he'll do after. Uh, It just was a dumb thing to say, okay, moving on. Because if uh, the last thing Peyton Royce ever hears that hurts her feelings is that she put on a pound or two, (laughs) she's got a pretty good life. I, I, you know, you, know, that, you that, know, if that said, if that said her that, own, part, so that part, I don't understand
0: What's that part. I don't understand because like I said, uh, to me, um, I watch every show on the main roster and, uh, now it's down to about 50% of NXT. I can't say I've been watching every NXT, but when I, you know, I was really into Gargano and, uh, and all that. stuff. There's there's been pieces that I've watched like a hundred percent for like two months in a row, and I saw the iconics on there. Uh, to me, I was just like, man, that one. They both got fucking hot bodies. Isolate this, you fags. They both got hot bodies. They're from Australia, and I envisioned a faction, but also the man in me with the testosterone. Emma, A.K.A. Tennille Dashwood, would be perfect because they're all from Australia and they all have smoking bodies, and that is a factor to me. Uh, if if Seventy McMahon wants to bring the best wrestlers in the world that aren't good-looking and have an evolution, guess what? Nobody's buying it. Uh, so
1: play that, <laughs>
0: Maybe. fucking isolating pricks. Um, Maybe. You it, might it, be it, right. it we'll, is a,
2: a, we'll see... It, what what i think the bigger thing is though is and i don't know i could be wrong on this and here i go jumping on the bandwagon i think they this is my take after i thought about it for a couple of hours i wouldn't be at all surprised that that was brought to her attention she thought about it and maybe picked up the phone talked to some people and they saw that as a perfect opportunity they've been pushing the whole bullying Women are empowered, you know the fucking pay-per-view and all that other stuff. Women, 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 which is all fine. And they saw that as a perfect example to throw somebody who has some name recognition and some clout and who people know and are going to talk about. That they saw a chance to throw him under the bus, at least a little bit, and they did it. And now, oh sure, okay, they they got their publicity. So let's so let's see. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Peyton Rice was on the uh, Summer SummerSlam card. Let's see if they figure out a way to get them on TV or on the network on Sunday. Uh, I think you're damn that they sure are not. You can, yeah, you can damn be sure she's going to be TV on TV on Tuesday. You can fucking guarantee it. And if they don't, then they missed the boat because whether it's right or it's wrong, it's a it's a beautiful angle to take on the television. <laughs> whether you, yes, it is sort of yeah, it is whether you like it or not. But it's still a great angle to take on the TV. It's, it's kind of hard, it to girl. It's it's, it's kind of hard to because
0: I well, mean, the whole world the
2: angle, is. But if she walks out on Tuesday, if they introduce her and she walks out, she's getting the pop.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean... Okay, so now if they're I, smart I, enough to take that... Actually, I, do are they still it?
0: I guess they're still in Brooklyn Tuesday for the whole weekend deal. Yeah. So, so. there'll be a smart, smart crowd. <laughs> Meltzer's gonna See, this is funny to me now after I got my rant out because Meltzer, who back in the day of territories, was supposed to not be discussed like on air or in public or anything. And now there's a legitimate possibility that Tuesday Smackdown from the Barclays Center, they will have like hatred towards Meltzer in the crowd. Like they did like they do Roman Reigns or something. Uh, die Meltzer, die or like die Rocky, die. <laughs> like, and, and he's not supposed they're supposed to be the quote unquote dirt sheets that they don't acknowledge. But so well, they're in a catch-22
2: where you got to well, put them over
0: by doing that.
2: And they're on it even more because he is, I don't think he's responsible, but the Internet is giving him a lot of credit for um, the push in that Japan gets and the ROH at Madison Square Garden and the all-in and all that because he is a fan of all that stuff, more so than the WWE product anyway. So he gets attached to all that stuff. Uh, do they even want to, you know, Maybe they don't want to mention them at all, and act like it never. I mean, I, mean, I oh, haven't heard WWE hasn't, oh hasn't come oh out made a
0: statement yet. That's what's funny to me because uh, they can't. Like Vince's policy was always like, you know, Vince had Wade and Dave. Vince Black had Wade ball. and Dave at Titan Towers at one point, and Dave also have blackballed it. at others. Yes. It's been a it's been a it's Vince did with them what he did with everybody, basically. When it when it's to his advantage he invites them in and when it's to his disadvantage he shuns them.
2: But I'm I'm kinda um, more I'm kinda more wondering how how they push the uh, um that particular uh, stuff when Vince's track record with I mean you don't have to go very back very far into WWE to See the treatment of women being not very good. Even oh yeah, you could uncover a lot
0: of shit. There was a tweet. By, know,
2: uh,
0: I don't. I don't know if I should mention his name. Well, but, even, uh,
2: even if you want to go back, even if you want to go back just to the to the fact that they were quite willing to take uh, Saudi money from. Well, that that was part of, of the tweet the of, that of, I'm referring you know, to. The kings of misogyny. You know, they took their money without any trouble. So. Are they really all that worried yeah. about how women are perceived or treated? Not really. Yeah, I've, <laughs> not I've, I
0: not a, a personal note to the Iconics, uh, you weren't allowed in, in a country that your company got $40 million for, and your company went. And also, uh, not so long ago, they publicly on television body shamed Mickey James, I mean, and called her piggy repeatedly, uh, the writers, the, and it was greenlit by Vince McMahon. Um So Dave Meltzer's, like, comment, which is, you know, I, like I said, I'll I make I'll make the comment right now. She's fucking hot. She was hot then when I saw her. But if she wasn't, I'd probably say it on our little show.
2: Yeah, probably to and, be honest, though, if you, if, you, if you said it in the public forum, you're probably getting shit for saying she was hot because they Uh, sexualized her into being hot, right? But they're never happy, so I don't know. It's a fucking... He said it. He shouldn't have. He apologized. It's not an earth-shattering fucking thing. The sun's gonna come up fucking tomorrow. um, The one thing, though,
0: the one thing, though, that I will say uh, in in a uh, serious note, believe it or not, is Peyton Royce just like my daughter and your daughter and Every daughter is someone's little girl. And as, as beautiful as she is, the one thing that tears at the most beautiful of women is any kind of um, appearance, body, face, anything, whether it be from other girls, whether it be from, from mean boys at high school, et cetera, it does go deep in their, it, it does hurt their feelings.
2: But you would So think, in that you know, case,
0: he he should he should apologize if the one he was talking about was affected.
2: Well, and then regard. and then the trouble the, the the bigger thing to me the the bigger fuck up was when he apologized and then said she was attractive. Which uh, he never should have. Uh, which he never sh- he never should have put that in there. He should have stayed away from that. Should have said what I said was well, you, know, you took you took it out of. Actually, you know what? I got to be honest with you. He shouldn't have apologized at all. He should have said he really should have said, You took this out of context. It didn't I didn't mean it the way you think I did. Here's how I meant it and said, you know, I, I I'm pretty sure that you or I have it on good authority or I know that you've had a, a breast enhancement, and that's what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about your weight. I would have liked to have seen what the reply would have been to that.
1: Uh
0: it's tough. It's tough for me to comment well, on whether he win. should have or shouldn't have. As soon as he said it, like he was or, fucked. Like me or you, are, are, are like we have nothing. We 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 have nothing to lose. By by me uh, me no. personally, I love Sasha. I I said on a on a on a podcast at one point, and probably repeated it here, that I would like Sasha Banks to shit on my chest. I think her ass is so nice. Uh, I think that's a little more inappropriate than saying somebody was lighter at NXT.
2: But it is, but then, but then you're also we're also in the entertainment field, even though it be barely. But I don't know. I don't think we're governed. But if I was a sports reporter, you can't say that
0: a comedian. See, that's inside. the key. That's the key that he's that he is a legitimate journalist, like it or not. He has a degree, and he makes his living covering this. So I guess.
2: That would be uh, that would be like, that's why i said saying it was it was the form that he said it in. If Dave Meltzer goes out after and the reporters go, so Dave, how are you doing today? Or if he went on a talk show, or, or he, let's say he came on our podcast and we said, what about that? What do you think about that, Peyton Royce? And he would have said, well, she looks a, uh, you know, she looks like she was a little bit lighter in NXT. Wink, wink. Okay, that's a totally different form. You know, we're not here for. We don't make our money selling wrestling. Whereas he does, that would be the only problem I'd have with it. Otherwise, I don't care that he said it. Whatever. Moving on. Because to me, it's just, I mean, you can beat it around all day long. And like you said, he he shouldn't have said it, but they've made too much about it. And somebody took the football and ran with it. Then it gives everybody who maybe doesn't like Dave for other reasons uh, a reason to pile on. Um, then you get the guys who love him, who oh paint you know, Payne Royce is a cunt for fucking saying it, et cetera, et cetera. And nobody wins, and at the end of the day, what do we really have? A couple of trolls got their jollies on Twitter. I just,
0: uh, I just don't, I just don't like her response of uh, the little girl. She took it, uh, she, saw she saw took it a little
2: themselves. too personally. She should have maybe. Now they might starve
0: themselves. Now they might starve themselves because That's there's true. little girls that follow the iconic. People
2: might look at that and go, Jesus Christ, Peyton Rice is fat? Fuck. Look at me. <laughs> like, no, that, I'm not. Uh, I told Well, you.
0: I know what you're saying, but you're missing my point. Now that she's made that goofy statement and uh, and she does have 11, 12-year-old girl followers that Dave doesn't, she's the one who may create
2: the, that situation that by true. putting
0: that stupid reply.
2: Yeah, you might be right.
0: Yeah. Uh, you could reply about Nate, what he said uh, about you and said and said something of that nature that's really hurtful and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But what the fuck does she have to bring up little girls for? Nobody listens. Yeah, they melted. It's a little girl.
2: A, she might have been much better off to say, um, mm-hmm. I, like they say, you know, when, when somebody insults you on social media, you should uh, take a minute to soak it all up reply and then and then erase your first reply. Because really you, you need to be not mad when you make the reply. She could have she could have or, or when you do fuel. a podcast. <laughs> well, she could have she could have easily said, Hey, um you made this comment, would you like to clarify what you meant? And that would have give him the chance to go Oh well I in no way was you know, shaming shaming you as being fat or anything like that, and I would never do that, and blah, 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 blah. But, no, she she just assumed the worst and went for the jugular, and and then we all, then out come the trolls, right? Because if she doesn't react crazily to it, nobody else does either, except maybe one or two loons who, because there's always those one or two out there that are just trying to stir it up. But, I mean, it's, like, uh, it's, I know horrible. it's a pretty horrible world when, when when the worst thing that somebody says about you is you look a little lighter a couple of weeks ago. That's. Uh, I
0: want to make it clear again, she's hot either way. But anyway. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm
2: saying. I don't think Peyton Royce has got any problems that, you know, somebody somebody read that and went, oh, yeah, God, yeah she's looking a little heavier. We're going to drop her off our, uh, you know, whatever contour. Yeah, well, I don't think she probably doesn't have any because she works for WWE, but... You know, she, she's not in danger of losing her job because somebody pointed out she was fat. I'll Which try really to make this anyway. the final.
0: I'll try to make this the final point. You know what really grinds my gears about this situation? <laughs> what, Peter Griffin? And I'm re- I'm really gonna try to let this be the final thing I say about
2: it. Yeah, well, we're gonna make it because we're gonna move on when you're done. She's in her early
0: fucking twenties, right? And is gainfully employed from uh, Australia. And Dave Meltzer made a whole generation aware of how great all Japan women were before her fucking conception. He did more for women's wrestling than they're doing now. and and Dave Prezak is an unsung hero as well, who, coincidentally, has been an observer reader since about 19, not on my own 89 who created shimmer, which basically made Hunter and Steph say, Hey, these chicks can work and they look good and they're keeping in shape. And some don't look so good, quite frankly, but they can work and they have a presence. This stuff is not just Moolah abusing chicks anymore. This is actually a legitimate sports entertainment uh, option. And Dave Meltzer was a pioneer in putting women over like Jaguar Yakota and Linus Asuka, or Asuka, if you want to pronounce it that way, and Dalton Matsumoto, and Alundra Blaze, for that matter, as Medusa, staying in a dojo for two years, per Dave Meltzer's suggestion, directly, by the way. And anyway, before this precious internet and these precious millennials, Dave helped women's wrestling become what it is today. He misspoke as a journalist, but in the big picture, Peyton, you're still hot. I don't think you want to bang Dave Meltzer anyway, and he's not influencing no. anybody to think that you're not hot. So, no. all right, that's that's all.
2: Okay. Well, I got two things to say to that, and then we're done. First thing was I told Nate, I don't know about you, but when I look at Peyton Royce, Peyton Royce the only thing I know is that that is fat is me. For starters, cause okay. well, we're big, we're big guys. So I mean, I I look at those those fit people, and I notice my own chugginess. Uh, a B, I think Peyton Royce should carry Omega. Is with that a Kenny double Omega. entendre? But
0: go
2: ahead. There you go. It was first one a double entendre. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, you're with it. Uh, and then I think that Peyton Royce should tag with Kenny Omega, versus Dave Meltzer and Okada at the Tokyo Dome, and settle it in the ring.
0: Wait a minute. Dave's on the opposite H20. side of Peyton?
2: Yes. So yes. it's the so two Peyton foreigners was, against Peyton, the two guy Gaijins? Peyton Gai Rice is going to tag with Kenny Omega against Okada and, and oh, uh, okay. Meltzer. Oh. Not Meltzer. Then Meltzer. So one to one uh, Gaijin. Fu- right.
0: right. In a, no, in they're a final all Gaijins. She's from Australia. They're
2: all guy Gaijins, yeah. In a final battle for. Uh, Eight-star supremacy, the only eight-star match ever held in the history of wrestling. There you
0: go. Actually, I—it it is the last word for me, but I, I can quote somebody else. Seth Rollins, it's sweet got a uh, negative six-star, but it's,
2: it's yeah, right enough.
0: fat kind of a cynical yeah. take on it.
2: Well, you know what? But, uh, uh, it, without And it, it goes to all kinds of other things, too. Sometimes, you know, you can just reach it and let it go, too. Not everything was not everything demands a response. Especially if you have well, no respect uh, for the person especially if you have no respect for the person who said it to start with.
0: I have Which, like, a, a I have
2: these... a little Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well like i look at I have of a people... little uh Dave's an asshole, so okay then who cares what he said anyway. Moving on. I have a
0: little so, running start this week. And probably since we've been on last, uh The maniacal Alex Jones uh, got banned from Twitter, banned from YouTube, banned from God knows where. Almost every outlet. Facebook, you name it. Now, do I agree with him and his antics? Uh, Believe it or not, recently some make some sense. Uh, But, you know. Going to morning fa- not going himself, but his uh, listeners, loyal listeners. Because the fact of the matter is, it, it, I can't speak for Canada, but I can certainly speak for the United States of America. That way before Donald Trump, the government didn't tell the citizens everything. And Alex Jones points those things out. Unfortunately, he points a lot out that are just bizarre and wacky. Um, Nonetheless, we're built on free speech, allegedly. Now he's banned not to have free speech. So, okay, that was like, well, you know, this guy, in my mind, even though people I do like, some some Joe Rogan, Anthony Cumia, they both actually like Alex. Um, But the bigger picture is the free speech. Within a week... Uh, commentator and friend of the Anthony Comia show and compound media and so forth, Gavin McGinnis, who doesn't, you know, have uh, you know, new town grieving families harassed by fans, just basically shares a lot of opinions that we've shared right here and shoots down the idiots that just woe is me on every little thing is banned from Twitter also. And the big picture is those that are celebrating this, this free speech, they're not going to have a Tim and Tom show anymore. They're going to find a way to shut us down. They're going to find a way uh, to shut down why men can't jump because uh, uh, I said inflammatory, no pun, remarks about Markel Fultz. See the inflammatory thing? That's pretty funny. Anyhow, um, if it keeps going this way, nobody's going to be able to say anything. And everybody who says, oh, Donald Trump, it's, he's going
2: to make it a dictatorship. No,
0: not the Republicans that are shutting people's opinions no. down.
2: If, if you – okay, I'm not an American, but even I know. I mean, are people really that stupid that they think – I mean, you don't have to go back very far. Uh, during the Gulf War, let's say, you think Bush – picked up the phone and and that he didn't talk to whoever was in charge in Russia at that time, which might even have been Putin, for all I know, or that he didn't pick up the phone and phone China and say, hey, look, boys, uh, we're about to uh, kick a shit out of uh, Iran. Uh, We're just letting you know, don't get in our way. Or, you know, is there anything like I mean, these things don't just happen. Uh but he did but he also didn't uh, go on television that night and go American people and, and, and lay the plan out. I mean the the press tried to do all that. But I mean you know how long it takes to put something like that in place? Sure. <laughs> there's a, there's well a, I don't statistics. exactly but I have, a, no, but least, I have an Okay, idea. when we're de- when you're dealing with um when you're dealing with a whole shit pile of countries in a coalition and international airspaces and and international water lines and ways and all this shit that you gotta fly like i mean he, they just didn't fucking go over there and do it. I mean, I can right. imagine somebody in the, in a state department spent hours and hours and days and days and months and months working out all that shit and letting other people Absolutely. you know letting other powers know, but they didn't tell the fucking people they were doing it till it was already done than then he announced right well, now. Hey, fucking. You know, as of midnight, we just started fucking dropping bombs on uh, fucking wherever because we're going over there to take Kuwait back. And he didn't ask them; they didn't ask the people if it was fucking okay or if they were really on board. He just went and did it. I mean, Trump's done nothing like that—not even close. No, no. So the outrage there again—it's not. A, if Trump was a die-hard Republican, people wouldn't be anywhere near as pissed at him. As they are, they're pissed because he's neither. Yeah, that he 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 he's somewhere in between, and nobody can rein him in, because he doesn't need to answer to anybody, and he really doesn't give two fucks if he doesn't get to be president next time around. He doesn't really care. He's going to fucking no. do what he wants to do, and he's going to do it how he wants to do it, and that's what pisses <laughs> him off. <laughs> that's what they don't like.
0: Uh, admittedly, he—you uh, know—they say he doesn't act presidential, which I don't—I don't, I don't even doesn't. know if there's—but but I don't even mean? know. Uh, but, but that's what I'm saying. I don't—I don't know if you—if you have a definition of how to act presidential, but
1: well,
0: exactly, you I—I know, know, exactly. know what they're—I know what they're—I know what they're implying,
2: but there right, is but, no definition. For example, he—he—he he, he didn't follow uh, like a little mutant behind the queen. And they were right. all up in arms, and then and then somebody said, "But hey, we we fought a war, so we didn't have to fucking do that shit. <laughs> why? No, why would? No, why should no, he? Ba- yeah, why should he bow down to the queen? I mean, why, they're equals. Uh, 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 and if anything, actually, he's above her because she doesn't really have any power.
0: Yeah, that's all so, you know what?
2: Yeah, you know. So why why should he fucking grovel in front of her? And if he, and if he'd have groveled in front of her, then they'd have been fucking mad because he did that.
0: It, he should have gave a her a fucking Russian hand. leg sweep. <laughs>
2: no, no bat. Fucking that would have been fucking something, eh? Oh Trump! Yeah, I mean uh, stone, stone, stone Trump! Stone Trump! He gives her a fucking <laughs> uh, a fucking stunner right there. Leaves her cold right in front of the airplane. Gets back on the airplane, shoots the bird to the crowd, and they leave. Here's the
0: thing. Here's the thing. Um They're funny. the thing that I was thinking about in uh some work time when my mind has to wander, uh you know, it's been overstated how Bernie Sanders got fucked, so I'm not gonna rehash that. Um, by their own people. By, by Democrats or by Hillary Clinton so and fine. all that bullshit. So, yeah, it's so crazy. Because and, and then and then they put this horrible documented, horrible person. Female, yes, but a horrible person nonetheless against Donald because he'll never win. Well guess what? He won. He's a you know, I like him, but I'm a douchebag. I'm a street guy. Uh I don't like to act accordingly. I like to act like a normal person who's at the water core at work. He, even though his, he's a president, he's a, you know, business icon, etc, acts like a dude who's on the street talking to his buddies, and he happens to do it on Twitter. Uh, a character flaw, maybe, but CNN's ratings are up. Fox and Friends and all that. Fox News is up. Colbert is up. All the ratings are up. And all their shows are dedicated to Donald Trump. When he's done, the the first person they'll book is, or they'll try, I should say, Donald Trump. So, he's over. Besides being a president, he's over in wrestling terms. And he acts like a dick. Like, (laughs) on Twitter, he'll say, if somebody says, like, people omit that Don Lemon, when he interviewed your and Tim's favorite guy, LeBron James, LeBron James Made the first strike and said, "You know our country's divided right now about Donald Trump." Then Trump came back with shit talk on Twitter about LeBron being dumb. Now I don't know if LeBron's <laughs> dumb or not. He didn't go. Well, he made a he lot of money LeBron in his talk. life. He seems articulate. I, I, no, I, I ain't going, I'm LeBron, a LeBron fan.
2: LeBron talk. No, I don't hate the guy. He talks very street though.
0: I'm a LeBron. You know, he, fan. He, he does. I don't know if
2: he's dumb, he, he, but he does have that. Uh, well, he talks like a guy who didn't finish grade twelve, which I guess he kind of did. But he talks like that, which is
0: finished grade twelve. Yeah, no, uh, not, mean stupid. not to take away not to take away the wonderful thing he did with the schools, but the first strike was given in that interview by LeBron James about Donald Trump. So Trump, as the kids say nowadays, clapped back and busted on Don Lemon and said, you know, uh, I forget the quote, but it was something about LeBron being dumb. It was a it was a slicker quote than that. But so Trump is a street guy. So what you had in the 2016 election is, do I want to vote for this millionaire who basically a billionaire, if you believe him? I don't know. We don't know what he is. Billionaires run the country anyway because they fucking flood politicians with money to do things the way they want. So he cut out the the middle man, ran as a Republican, won, with his white trash-like views, whether they're sincere or not. He hit what a lot of middle America loves. You know, fuck this, man. We're going to get jobs back. We don't want other motherfuckers in this country. We don't want them in this city. We don't want them in this town. We don't want no crime. Fuck them people. And they voted for him. Because it was him against some uh, someone that everybody knew was a legitimate evil, rotten person, and it was close. Oh, Alleged. I I still don't buy that she won the popular vote. I think that's just to save more riots around the country. I think well, they just at threw her. that the fuck in. It doesn't. It but,
2: doesn't matter anyway. She's not the first one to win the popular vote and not win. What's yeah, happened before. Yeah, he's not. You know, that that was just grasping at straws to try to delegitimize the the victory. Um,
0: it's a, what do you call it? A, said, uh, participation. You got a participation trophy, Hillary. Yeah, I mean, like uh,
2: I've said it before. Regular people like you and I, we only care about three or four things. We we want to be. We uh, want to eat. We want money. Okay, I pockets. thought you, I
0: was going to say food.
2: Yeah, we want we want we want a f- roof over our head. A few extra bucks in the pocket, some food in the in in the freezer and every once now and then we wanna we wanna get fucked. Every now and then. And as you get older that one becomes less, and it comes down to three things. If you give me those three basic things and I have a, a fair and relatively normal way to get those three things, most people the rest of that stuff like to be honest, and I don't wanna insult anyone who is a minority or has a special need or is LBGDQ and now I guess it's fucking what A and a plus on there now for asexual people and anything else we might have missed with the plus if you can believe that but regular folk don't care about that shit unless there's somebody in their immediate family that maybe is dealing with those issues but regular people, maybe more regular people yeah no I'm going to use regular people we don't have time to give a shit about that stuff. We're too busy trying to fucking keep our, keep our heads above water, and you know, doing what we got to do to make sure we can pay the fucking mortgage or the rent or, or whatever it is, and and living. It. It's only, uh, you know, those few. Uh, you know, you got the fucking housewife whose husband makes you know six figures, and she's got time to be fucking outraged about hashtag B two and all that kind of shit, or, or you know, people who are athletes who make big money or actors who make big money. Regular folks, you know, fucking people down in Kentucky don't give a flying fuck about hashtag, me too. They don't give two shits. They're too busy Well Ashley John does,
0: but she's only there like well, once yeah, a but month. She's,
2: yeah, Yeah, but a little bit She a little bit there I a mean, little She of there. She, you know, she lives up a a mountain and looks down on her subjects. a little bit of class people bit of a little bit that a little bit of a little bit of
0: Way I know more. we may have covered this on an earlier show, but she had to actually date, be in public, et cetera, as his quote friend, even though he was, you know, married and shit. She had to be all kinds of with Harvey Weinstein in such inner turmoil and sleep with him just so she wouldn't get raped by him. You believe that story?
2: is well, that crazy? She's yeah. such a fucking.
0: She's such a <laughs> fucking good
2: person to endure. She's, all that punishment for all those uh,
0: million-dollar roles to yeah, save other women. She did,
2: she, except she didn't come forward with it, and she could have saved a lot more if she had said something 25 years ago or whenever oh, it to bullshit happened. What a pig. She's, she is the oh worst my God. of worst. Hashtag she's, me she's neither. Even worse than, she's even worse than Rose McGowan. She's even worse than yeah,
0: that. Yeah, she's Rose She's the bad. epitome. Anybody that that if it's still up, I mean I posted, reposted it from a year ago or two years ago. Her trying to get a fucking ten dollar an hour TSA agent
2: we from the south. Honey, or It, was, it was nice he, to he, it. No,
0: he said hi. He said hello, sweetheart, with a smile, and she immediately oh, went on God the defensive and said, bastard. first of all, I am not your sweetheart. I'm your client. Now, sweetheart, if you just listen to the word. Sweet, means is, no that a, is that a negative connotation? Not where I'm from. sweet. And heart, which is symbol, symbolic for love. Sweet heart. Well. In the South, it's a, such a term of endearment where she's from. And some in the Northeast uh, in the early women shit would say it was degrading because of the way men sometimes would mm-hmm. say it, like uh, get, "make me a sandwich, sweetheart." You know, uh, one of those movie roles. <laughs> okay, or but that's but so, that's
2: not a degrading on the sweetheart part. That's the sandwich. If it was, if it was, hey, go get a go get a couple hundred dollar bills out of the safe so you can go shopping, sweetheart. They'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: this bitch, you know, on top. On top of everything, she, she on video, did her only Facebook Live because she was compelled to tell the public yeah. that this rotten TSA who's just tried to do his $10 an hour job and keep fucking bombs off the plane, quite frankly, that's what they do. No matter if you hate them or love them and you hate taking your shoes off, you're at least not getting a fucking plane explosion in the, middle a of the air, no matter how it, much I'm
2: paying the they ass They have a to job to do, and it's not to make your day great. That's not what they're there for. Right. So the fact that they were even being nice at all.
0: She has has a video out trying to get this guy fired. I don't know what the result was back then.
1: No. But
0: but it was only a capital, like cross the T, dot the I. You know, it's no secret that I have, not many, but I have a few friends in country music. Uh, Her mother and her sister were the Judds for those who don't get the reference. I have and they don't, a few and they friends. they
2: don't like her very much.
0: I degree. have a few friends from uh, the University of Kentucky. That, you know, friends from the other show that I was on, etc. it doesn't take that much to figure out. And I've been on 15 movie sets. I've made friends with A-list stars, but I've talked to a few. I can tell you that from all three of those worlds, she is universally
2: hated it. Disliked. She's and one of those people that then you then almost to how she became a star. Well, oh, we know moment. how she, she, she did. Good old people. Weinstein she fucking sweaty body. <laughs> she, took some, she took some dick. That's how she became a star, all right? Okay, now things are clear. And she took okay. it and kept her mouth <laughs> shut to
0: save everyone else.
2: Yes, what a fucking, fucking. martyr she is. Gosh.
0: Yeah, because there's a there's turn into a certain, Tim and Tom people we hate.
2: Yeah, there's a certain person from Kentucky who draws quite a bit who would like to lynch her from a from a very very <laughs> stout rope. <laughs> and, and you know who I'm talking about. Um, uh, yeah, because apparently apparently she likes to make herself uh, she, she likes to get on the big screen at uh, Kentucky uh, sporting events. I couldn't know, like name uh, three players
0: in the history of the fucking program.
1: Yeah,
2: particularly <laughs> to the college sports. She likes to get on the big screen and have everybody cheer that she's there. And apparently, they don't like her much, which makes me wonder how, who she knows. Well, maybe she's got a fucking, uh, maybe she's got a couple of governors or something like that in her belt.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah I
2: mean. You know, 'Cause well she's not we, really that big a name anymore. I mean what does she do anymore?
0: Uh she's complains really. about she's... people at TSA. Yeah, I mean she's That's not a big
2: movie star or anything anymore really 'cause well fuck nobody'd have her on the set now, I don't imagine. It's
0: hard to tell. Okay, it's well, hard to uh, tell if she kept that vagina in shape for another sucker to, to hire her, but whatever. Maybe.
2: Okay, we'll we'll segue out of that one into here's here's one that I do know and I don't know if you saw that. Do you know who Ruby Rose is?
0: Uh, I she's know being, uh, Amber Rose.
2: She's from Australia. She's a, 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 a she's a female actress, but she's a cisgender. Um, so I'm not. I don't I know what a cisgender is. I I think she's not straight. She's not gay. She's not bi. She doesn't see gender at all. I think I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty but sure. But she herself is a female born. Right, right, and she's a fairly attractive. Although she okay, kind of so has she's to. she's one job. of these
0: wackos who just says that he, there is no gender. Everybody can decide. I, I, as things. far
2: as I know, I, I could be wrong on that, but but it's it's not relevant to the story anyway. Okay. Um, the 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 uh, CW is going to do a Batwoman show, I believe it is. Or no, I can't remember. It's a superhero show anyway and one of the incarnations of this female superhero in the comic books in one of the versions she's a lesbian so they decide well we're going to cast her as this part which would be i supposedly anyway the first time this has ever happened so of course immediately there is uproar from okay well the original version of this person was not a lesbian and she was Jewish, so that's bullshit. Which, who cares, right? But the funny part for me is the LGBTQ community, they're outraged because the character's supposed to be a lesbian, and Ruby Rose is not a lesbian. She's, on, she's cisgendered. Now they're mad, too, because she's not really a true lesbian. She'll sleep with women, but she's not a true lesbian. So she can't play the part either. Well,
0: cool, it man. To... I was fucking it worried needs... about fucking that guy in the ass last night, but uh, I'm not a true fact now. Thank you. Uh, well, for well uh, apparently,
2: apparently, Tom, you the only parts you can play in the movie, and actually, you should get every part from now on. If there's a bus, a drive, if there's any scenes with bus drivers, you've got to get that part because you've actually been a bus driver. Or a carriers. Yeah, or
0: what? Or carriers or podcasters.
2: Yes, or, or, well, or if there's anything to do with independent wrestling, they better yeah. call you. Um, any managerial type jobs, you've done that, so that you you can apply for those now because you've actually been a manager. Whereas, yeah, I mean, what what does what does playing a fake character in a fake show about a fake universe have to do with your sexuality? Nothing. Absolutely, nothing. fucking nothing but i just think it's funny you know, to it's now, a, that both the straights and the lesbians are pissed off that just kills me.
0: The, I, so now we get the off lesbians at Ruby and Riot at war. Or, i mean Ruby Riot are they pissed off at Ruby yeah. Rose or is she part of the pissed offness? No,
2: she they drove they drove her off twitter. Because first she took about two or three days of shit from the straight people. Who well, the fuck what you can't be what the fuck is this is bullshit. Then then somebody in the LGBT community went, "Hey, wait a minute." She's not really a lesbian. Then they started in on her. So, so she's went social media quiet because she can't. Well, i got a place to even hide anymore. You say, you say she's pretty hot. She's. I could see like if she grew her hair out and all that, she'd be she'd be a good looking woman. Yeah.
0: Well, Ruby Rose, I'm here for you, babe. I was just thinking. My first thought when you first started the story was uh, because she's going to play a hero, um, but it's a lesbian. I I just, the song from the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl singing,
1: There goes my hero.
0: And he's running into a burning (laughs) building, and there's two chicks eating each other out that he has to carry. Or scissoring. That'd be a nice fucking video.
2: That's a video. Yeah. Well, like some somebody said, so you know, okay, does that mean that um, uh, we need to go back and take away any Academy Awards that uh, uh, Jodie Foster has won because she's a lesbian, but she's always played straight people. So really, that's that is how can that be an award-winning portrayal? She doesn't know what it's like to be straight. She can't act. Jody. I mean, nobody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's a. If I yeah, knew this, I, it's a forgotten fact. Jody is yeah, she's into the of the vagina.
2: Yeah. Big big time. Um, wow. I mean, who cares, right? I mean, that that is one of the times where I don't care. Uh, if she can play the part, she plays the part. I mean, I don't turn on a movie and and go, okay, who's starring in this baby? Oh, it's uh, it's Brad Pitt. What, what what's he playing? Is he playing a straight guy? Oh my God, he was playing a gay guy. I can't watch this.
0: Uh, I might be able to you watch know, it. Shit. But
2: anyway, well, no, but, uh, but no, no, but, no, but you couldn't watch it because he can't play gay. I think straight people can play gay, and I think gay people can play straight. It's if you can act, you can act, right? I mean, I don't know that I mean, uh, can... that that
0: what's called that uh, the name's escaping me. The two cowboys, one's dead.
2: Uh, what the not helping much. <laughs> Two cowboys. Broke, broke back broke Oh, Heath Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. That uh,
0: that didn't really make me feel too comfortable. Uh, I don't give a shit who who judges me.
2: No, but that wasn't they were because both of their acting. Straight it wasn't be- it wasn't because you you watched it and went, Well, oh, I don't think these guys are very convincing as gay guys. I can never quit okay. you. <laughs> Oh, those <laughs> queers.
0: No wonder you killed yourself, you dope. Be, the Olsen twins are killing I you. I
2: could never quit. You,
0: you the Joker. Of course you're a line. Joker. Hide your fucking oh, face.
2: What a line. God. <laughs> uh, I've never seen that whole movie. I can never get past it. Uh, you can't. The, uh, you can't
0: watch it. It's hard yeah, to watch.
2: Just, no, I'm, this is not material. that. This is not entertaining in any way, shape, or form for me. None.
0: Fucking dude. After logic. he did it, after he signed up for that shit, he started, you know, painting his face and 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 gave the uh, whatever mean, the yeah. Dark Knight performance because he yeah. wanted to hide and didn't realize it is because he was fucking taking in the ass from Jake Gyllenhaal and then he and then he had to fucking shoot himself up <laughs> and call the Olsen twins to get him some Narcan. Was yeah. all I, mean, I, watch,
2: yeah. I was more comfortable watching the documentary about Hiroshima than I was watching that shit. Honestly. Oh my god! That's just like, ugh. especially because you know they're not. I guess maybe that's part of it is because you know they weren't gay. Or, or I guess we assumed they weren't gay, and that makes it just all the more.
0: Oh my god! The, the one, one of them had a wife, and the other one was throwing him against the wall, making out one in front of the wife.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, no offense to anyone, but if you want to call me a homophobe, you fucking write that right on my forehead because I am one. I don't begrudge them the right to exist, but it makes me uncomfortable. I can't say it doesn't. At least having to watch. That. I, I mean, every time,
0: man, every time man man I, I made out baby. with, every time I made out against the wall with one of my fucking camping buddies, I made sure my wife was nowhere around. <laughs> I mean, come on, what kind of dick is that? That's not well, a good. I know move. you.
2: I know you don't watch South Park, but they had a whole stick about that where the two friends. They go to a par they go to a party and the guy's got a, uh, a hot tub. So the one guy jumps oh. in and and he um he starts jerking off in the hot tub. And his buddy comes over and and uh catches him kind of and then realizes that well, that's not maybe a bad move. So these two guys are in the hot tubs watching each other jerk off. And about how, you know, well is that really you know, is that gay or not? In their whole debate, because they're worried about being gay afterwards. Well, of course it's gay. If you're watching a man spank his dick and you got a boner, and they're spanking yours, that's gay. I don't know what else you call yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, while well, South Park is always kind of the double tongue-in-cheek of, yeah, it's gay, but does it really matter? Not really, and blah 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 blah. But it's just funny. Don't and that's you guys. Uh spooge, and I would be more worried
0: uh, of the spooge in the tub that I was sitting in than the act of him. Yeah,
2: the only only way I get in a hot tub is if I own the hot tub, and I know nobody else has been in the hot tub but me, because otherwise somebody's probably fucked in there, and there's cheese in there somewhere, because that's what assholes do Uh. in hot tubs for some reasons, which I never could quite figure out. I always figured a bed was a perfectly good place to have sex. I really need to do it in the hot tub. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, but it's pretty hot in them things, too. They claim it's not too good for women, either. Get the, There's a lot of bacteria in a hot tub. Ugh. Man, that just went a place we didn't really want it to go. Well, the first hour of talking yeah. yeah, to with, uh with the uh, fucking uh, bacteria in the spooge.
0: Well, Yuck. You know, we didn't know where it was going to go, and yeah, well, it's not all. It sometimes goes
2: to days. dark. It sometimes goes to dark places. I mean, I had Nate uh, getting freaky with uh, Chief Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the last show. So, you know, true. Um, Nate,
0: <laughs> I mean, if Nate, you want to talk it's about perfect, Nate is the perfect, perfect uh, uh, question. E of the demonic. <laughs>
2: Questions that you put together in that brain of yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little twisted when it comes to that stuff, I have to admit, but I couldn't believe that Nate Bush actually called Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg freaky. And they'd probably have sex with her because she looked like a freak. What an odd statement but, uh... to make about an 85 year old woman. I don't know if I caught that whole show.
0: Was Jack Swagger in a in a, in a three way? Well, oh, no. That? I
2: jo- I jokingly, when he told me about his great love of Jack Swagger, then I jokingly said, "Oh, well, I should have should have made a category it was Jack Swagger." <laughs> I mean he's like,
1: "Yeah, you gotta got to get him." Of,
2: yeah, he got to yeah, of That's future episode. Yeah, Jack Swagger comes out. In the, well, I don't know if you saw on Twitter uh, because I had one with a, or if you heard it that I had Bobby Blaze in one.
1: Uh, did I hear?
2: Uh, it was uh it was uh who the hell did I have? Um uh, Time Time Prime Time Brian Lee and then uh oh shit, who was the other one? The other one was a face I can't remember his name. Um from Smoky Mountain anyway. And then the third one was Bobby Blaze. Well, Krisis we Miller. Uh no. Um Oh, dirty white boy Tony Anthony. Oh, okay. I worked with him, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, it, it popped. You knocked, I knew it would he knocked pop me Nate. out. Oh, sweet. I, I knew it would pop, Nate, but I didn't realize the response I was going to get for Bobby Blaze. And then we went off a little bit on Bobby, you because know, you Bobby is a crazy motherfucker. And I mean, he's a crazy yeah. guy. I know he has zero. He even has less of a filter than you do. And you're, yeah. you're 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 careful every once in a while, but Bobby says whatever's on his mind. He has not give two fucks, which is kind of yeah. his appeal, really. And I said, well, you know, he's a crazy, motherfucker, but he's also smart as a whip. The same same breath. So then we went yeah, on Yeah, very was, educated well, you know, man. Yeah, I said at the end of the day, you know, uh, Bobby Blaze could 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 uh, do the schoolboy roll up on me at a at a Spanish place any time. Well, Bobby listened to the show. <laughs> And and loved it, of course. As as we suspected. So I cool. promptly invited I promptly invited Bobby to participate in the next Mary Fuck Kill, which he is all for. So my devious mind is hard at work coming up with a set of people that will even rock Bobby Blaze's world, which is gonna require some thought because I kinda yeah, figured out nobody. Take- yeah, I didn't know what your thoughts would be, but I kind of figured, you know, if it's three women, Bobby's going to be what's the problem? Fuck him, fuck him, and fuck him.
0: Yeah, true. Much. He ain't, so I'm going to kill anybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get creative, and uh, I'm going to have to do some research on Bobby Blaze and see if he's got some uh, some people in his past or some enemies that I can bring up is I did have the brief idea that if I knew who the warden was when he was uh, worked in the jail that, that would probably be a funny one.
0: Yeah. Yeah I, yeah I I can uh I can chime in on some of them uh, off air. Some suggestions. But yeah, yeah cause, that cause that would I, be I,
2: I'm pretty sure that uh you can you can be on the show but you can't participate participate because your mind is as bad as mine. And all you're gonna do is uh, you're not gonna be aghast at any of it. Whereas Mr. Nate, of course, just he can't help himself as he right, envisions right. Uh, as he envisions himself having to have sex with uh, you know, whoever it might be. With you would just well, I I, I don't I think uh, Nate has some troubles uh, uh, disqualifying people.
0: Yes, he does. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to Whereas spread. I'm
2: his... like, okay, there's. Yeah, he's he's not too fussy.
0: He wants to spread his love worldwide.
2: He he drew the line at Roseanne, but he did not have any problem with Rosie O'Donnell. And I'm like, well, if I have to, but Jesus, really? I mean, oh, well, you heard me. I, I give him Ashley, Ashley Judd and Rose McGowan and Alyssa Milano, and he was all about Ashley Judd. And I'm like, okay, they're all crazy, but at least Alyssa Milano still looks pretty good. Yeah. You know, she's
0: actually uh, crazy too, but I don't know. I don't know if I fucking nodded out because I remember the Ashley Judd, Alyssa Milano, and a Rose category, and
2: I remembered some other things, but I didn't remember the Brian, Bobby Blaze Ryan Lea Yeah, that's a, uh, that was the second to second to last, I think. Maybe I
0: maybe I nodded out when I was listening.
2: I mean, and I definitely crushed him with Stephen P. New. He didn't see that coming at all, and I don't know how he didn't, but he didn't.
0: Wait a minute. I mean, did I hear that one? Well,
2: that was the last one. Was, uh, Ruth was Supreme Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Gloria all Oh, that. Oh, or, okay. or our good friend Stephen P. New.
0: Now, I'm mixing that well, up with an off-air conversation we had where I mean, we were course, using mm-hmm. our – which I can't reveal – now because we were gonna unveil that using our sponsors for another reason type uh, of thing. Right.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, so but, I mean I mean Nate had to even stop about the, I mean he, he he wanted to have sex with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Over I mean Gloria Aldred's a cow, but I mean, I mean she's seventy two I guess maybe you don't maybe you don't lose a lot there, but it was bizarre. Very bizarre. How bizarre. But how bizarre, How Bizarre. How uh, Bizarre, who who sings that song? Like I an, don't know, that was like one an, of our uh, trivia questions. Oh, day. baby, you're driving me crazy. How Bizarre, dun, dun, dun. yeah, I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah. Uh, every
2: time I look around, every time I look around. I
0: gotta tell you hurts, something baby. totally different. Totally Fair different than what what we usually talk about. Mm-hmm. I got to uh, I got to let you know um, a a non conversation piece generally on the wide man can't jump network is Major League Baseball, other than derogatory. And these <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies, well, at least they were winning. I think they won against the Red Sox. Um... They've they have an incredibly great record here in Philadelphia. Uh, these Phillies.
2: That's the water. They lost. No, I said it's the water. Oh, you know, the other gotcha. Other teams come to town and get dysentery, and Philadelphia. Well, we talk, to that slop you call drinking water.
0: We talked briefly about these Boston Red Sox being like a million games ahead in the AL East and the class. Yeah. Philadelphia
2: Phillies, de- Philadelphia Phillies defeated the Red Sox 7-4 tonight. Yeah, so
0: right now, versus these top dog Red Sox, the Phillies are 2-2, two and two, and it took like a bullpen blunder where they'd be 3-1 and one against them. Uh, we have uh, uh, the World Series pitcher from Chicago, Jake Arrieta, is our number two. And our number one is Aaron Nola, who was a big-time prospect way back when, when the Phillies were good. Remember, like, 2008 and all that? Um, 2010, Roy Halladay, uh, RIP.
2: Roy Halladay, yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, Aaron Nola was a prospect in their organization that was said to be an ace and then struggled out of the gate. But apparently they're, they're a hot one, too, as I haven't really paid attention until now. And they acquired the best hitting catcher in the American league, something that the Ramos. Sixers Yeah, something that the those seventy Sixers always uh pussy out and don't do or can't do or don't don't have the presentation to obtain. They got Wilson Ramos, as I, I say Ramos, you say Ramos, 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 Ramos. correct? All the same, but his first game, you know we're his first about. game off the DL tonight, he did nothing but fucking smack around the Red Sox. Had two doubles and a triple, a handful RBIs. We mm, may RBI. have a legitimate team here in Philadelphia.
2: Well, you're uh, as of tonight, the Phillies hold the upper hand in the wild card, but the only by one game. So they got some work to do, but they're in there. Well, are they they're ahead? Of the
0: Braves are ahead of them then. In the standings?
2: Yes, the Braves are. Okay, well, I got to go back to the division for that. Um, hold on. In the standings, uh, in the division, the Braves have a two-game lead over the Phillies. So that's wow. that's easily done. That's easily done on a, in a weekend series against Atlanta if they still have one left. So, yeah, and the
0: Braves have been real hot. So. Yeah, you may hear a little bit, uh, a little bit about baseball. From oh me no, because, if they make the uh, World Series,
2: dude. Or if they make the playoffs, got.
0: To, I mean, we're gonna
2: talk about the play- playoffs in baseball, whether we like baseball or not. The playoffs is a whole other ball of wax. That's, you gotta talk about that stuff going on. We got some. Uh, I mean, I haven't
0: attended a game, which is rare. I usually do at least once a year, and it's pretty hot ticket these days. So. Uh, you know, on a, on I mean, a Saturday or Sunday, you might see me wandering the, down.
2: Uh The Phillies have got a beautiful uh, five games here coming up against the Mets, who suck. So that should be a, you know, they should get at least. What are they? They should take four, four or five. of they're in New York, what are they
0: have? Like three. They have, they have all five in New York. What's it a rainout, makeup, or something? Yeah, uh, they get
2: a double. They get a double header today, and they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Damn. And then they got three against. Uh, oh no, those are in Philadelphia. Sorry, those are those are in Philadelphia. That? Yes, uh, four. They got Maybe a two I or five start this to to uh, week. When is this? the the uh, the Saturday game? Is at two? Is it uh, four o'clock? And the Sunday game is it? Is the oh the Sunday night is the ESPN game of the week? That's the Sunday <laughs> night TV game. How about that? I bet they thought. I bet they
0: thought going into the season that that would be like a that nice rivalry a, thing.
2: Yeah, and the Mets fucking blow again.
0: Playoff but, race, uh, yeah,
2: Mets. Oh, see, they've got the oh, oh see, they, they they got this fucking thing wrapped up, dude. They got five against the Mets. They got forty games left. They got five against the Mets. Washington's pretty good, and they got three against Toronto. They suck. Uh, two against the Cubs, but they're pretty good. Then they got three more against the Mets. Then uh, Any three at Washington, three at Miami. Then they got three more again against the Mets, and then they have got seven of their last tenor against Atlanta. So they're going to either make it or break it on their own. I mean, they, they've got, like I said, they have got seven games against Atlanta left. So they'll decide wow. their fate if they can, if they can beat Atlanta, nice. they will. That'll put them in, or it won't. They play in that's ten a, days. That's a great thing. Yeah, between the September 20th and September 30th, they play the Braves seven times. And then they got... They do not get a fucking day off. They play the 20th, 21st, 22nd. They play every fucking night for 10 days straight to end the season. And Colorado sucks, too. They get a four-gamer in the middle there against Colorado. So there's no reason why, if the Phillies got their shit together, they should get in. And if they don't, it'll be because they they blew it. If, something they play really happens to the next.
0: if they play 500 ball and win more than they lose against the Braves, they should be in, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I would say. They should at least get the wild card. Because, Well, actually, Washington, they got a better record than Washington, too. I thought Washington was a better team than that. <laughs>
0: Washington is probably um, more talented, but, you know, shit happens.
2: Yeah, talent's not always about talent. If it was about talent, uh, a lot of teams would win every year that don't even come close.
0: Yeah, and, and that wandering eye of somebody that even a non-baseball fan can appreciate, Jer- South Jersey's own Philly Eagles season ticket holder, Mike Trout, a.k.a. best player in the majors, has – Mr. Trout? He, 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 he'll be a Philly, of course. Um when his time comes
2: when his time uh, comes up yeah
0: it's been no secret that you know he's a philly guy, and uh you know he he'll he's already financially set in his first four or five years in the majors just because he's all that and uh so he'll
2: come here and then we'll be good again
1: he he can, even probably
2: afford to, he can probably even afford to take a uh small bit of the hometown discount, as they like to call it?
0: Uh, just more to, than just likely would, but he he's literally got like Willie Mays and Betty Bruce and Barry Bonds, etc. like numbers from, his, you know, from beginning here's to end already.
2: Here's a story for you, uh, football related. Um, I don't know, do you know who Jalen Ramsey is? Yes, from Jacksonville. Right. Quarterback from the from the Jaguars. Not uh quarter, you say you said defense. Or right. Quarterback. Quarterback. Okay. Um yeah, yeah I yeah. might have said I might said quarterback. Uh, quarterback. Uh, he came out today and uh, had some things to say about uh some of the uh NFL quarterbacks. Um, called uh Josh Allen, who's never played a game yet, uh, for the Buffalo, uh called him trash said uh, Matt Ryan from the Falcons is overrated. Um, uh, Jared Goff from the Rams. I
0: might tend to agree with the second
2: one, but... Okay. Uh, Jared Goff from the Rams is uh, uh, maybe average at best. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger is decent when he's at his best, but that is it. Um, uh, Andrew Luck isn't really very good. And he said, well, who, who do you think is uh, worth talking about. To which he, uh, I'm trying to find that part. Um, oh, first, uh, Deshaun Watson, who is fucking suspended right now, um, will be the MVP of the NFL in a few years. Uh, and where hmm. are the other two? I don't,
0: there was two I more that he mentioned. I don't necessarily disagree with that.
2: Um, are they off color? All yes. All the three guys that he said anything good about were black.
0: <laughs> and all News, the ones that
2: he said Yeah, and all the ones he said that sucked were white boys.
0: <laughs>
2: that was the See point. what happened was <laughs> I, I, I didn't yeah, know that when uh, I was Mr. saying it. Yeah. I thought it was fucking Mr. well done.
0: Mr. Ramsey okay, uh was
2: He's daring somebody to was bring a it very,
0: He was a very uh very valuable cog in the oh, here's wheel the rest of, of the
2: list here is the rest of the list he didn't he didn't get all white boys but uh, baker bayfield i don't understand how he's the top pick uh, joe flacco sucks uh, rogers and <laughs> brady Ra- rogers and brady don't suck um tyrod taylor is totally underrated no he's not he sucks marcus Marriott okay. is totally underrated he's he's a great game manager Oh, he's a lion. Okay, but he's not white though. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo who went from uh, the Patriots to uh, the 49ers. San Francisco. Now he might yeah. be he, he he might be good. Uh Deshaun Watson will be an MVP. Carson Wentz will be an MVP. So that's a white guy, I guess. Uh yeah, he he basically crammed most of the white boys. Uh,
0: Eli Carson Manning with the he, brown, Eli
2: Manning's been in yeah, Eli Manning's only been good because of Odell Beckham Jr., otherwise he'd suck. Uh,
0: does he remember a guy named Plaxico Burris? Uh,
2: Bortles, Blake Bortles, Bortles do what he got to do. That was his statement, which I don't, I'm don't, i not quite sure what that means. Um, Drew Bede, that means Drew it's Bede his Bede own. Appears. Okay. Uh, uh, who else we got? Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins, I haven't heard good things. Matt Ryan's overrated, and Drew Stafford. Drew Stafford. His comment about Drew Stafford was, he's straight. Matt Stafford, or Matt Stafford, was he straight? I'm not quite sure. Uh,
0: is that, that a gay thing, or? For,
2: well, is that, yeah, is that black speak for something else that I, or some kind of slang or something that I don't? Yeah, it but could he, be straight he, he like, he's about, I, I mean, he's he straight. I mean, he couldn't he's really, I. Be, yeah, he he couldn't really say anything about. Um, uh, Rodgers and uh, Brady, because of course they've all won Super Bowls and MVPs and shit. So he can't say anything about them really. But anybody else pretty much sucked, except for a couple of black guys and one or two white boys. But the rest of them sucked. So he's not a big fan of the quarterbacks, Mister Ramsey. So uh, I can I'm tell from him see...
0: saying that. I can tell from him saying that shit that he plays fantasy football for one. Um, <laughs> two, he's uh he's he was known I wish I had the specific but he was putting the public eye last season in the playoffs because he guaranteed a victory I believe over the Patriots in which he lost but it may have been over the Steelers in which they won to advance the Patriots so he became like uh and he was a hell of a player as a young buck so now he's got a voice,
2: so to speak. Well, he's only he's only been in the this is this is only headed into his third season. Yeah, he's a young guy. <laughs> he, he really doesn't have a huge resume with which to speak of yet. I guess he was hotshooting at Florida State, but he did
0: guarantee a victory over either the Steelers or the Patriots, and one of them happened and one of them didn't, or maybe he guaranteed both. I don't, I forget. But but you know. <clears throat>
2: I kind of like the idea of you know he's a cornerback, and I sort of like to see you know, it firsthand. Well, and he and he's definitely you know okay if there's any you know he's I have just challenged you motherfuckers throw at me. Yeah, you know, and if he if he's if he's good he'll back up his talk, and if he's not well he's going to have to eat some crow. But I mean isn't that kind of sort of Dion Sanders ish kind of where. I really think yeah. you know you're okay, but you know this is this is me we're talking about over here. You aren't going to throw in my direction. And I got to yeah. be honest. I mean Dion was Dion was pretty good, but uh, half the time, how the hell would anybody ever know because they just didn't bother throwing there quite often. The last couple of years yeah. he played for the Cowboys. There, I don't really know if he was any good or not because they just never went at him. Or very fucking rarely. Like. They just well you know he's. Deion Sanders, maybe we won't throw over there, even though they probably could have, because when he played for the Cowboys, he really wasn't that good anymore, in my opinion. But I just thought it was interesting that he talked some shit about some guys you don't normally, you know, usually the quarterbacks are kind of off-limits. You don't usually hear much criticism about them from from anybody. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh,
0: You know, I like his moxie, and he's certainly talented. But I, 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 uh, I'd I be careful because uh, Jacksonville be is obviously, up. yeah, Jacksonville is a team that nobody, nobody, I mean, I did actually, but nobody else really thought highly of. If you remember my, in our co-venture of making picks on video and so forth, I took Jacksonville a lot last year and uh, was correct on a lot of those games. But, <clears throat> you know, they don't they, even know what You know, the... they do. They do still have Blake Bortles, and of course their defense is good. Yada yada yada, and Leonard Fournette. Boo boo boo. But you know, they might have been one of those yeah, teams who what, overachieved.
2: Um, I mean, they were ten. They made it to the year,
0: so to yeah. the uh, one one game from the Super
2: Bowl. I mean, they, they were. were uh, they, they played were the Patriots,
0: and they
2: yeah, they were horrible. I mean, it's going to be. Uh,
0: it's not like they got Aaron Rodgers Aaron behind center there. That's why he said he'd do what he got to do, because Blake he Bortles done, is but... a guy who, you know, if if Blake Bortles were on another team, Mister Rams, he probably wouldn't have that to say about
2: it. Blake, Blake, Blake Bortles be suck. <laughs> he'd be shit. Yeah, yeah. I think Blake Bortles my bitch. Yeah.
0: He blew who yeah, he got to blew.
2: <laughs> there's a team you're going to see a definite improvement in. I think uh, they might be a sleeper team this year as the Packers. Aaron Rodgers uh, has got something to prove this year. he got something to prove. Oh, I, mean, gonna, they may not, I don't mean Super Bowl, but they're not going to be no fucking 7-9 next year. I know that. They're going to be better. Well, that,
0: that. that had a lot to do with him being hurt. and uh,
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, he's he's just like, he's. He's Kevin Durant or LeBron James to Tom Brady or whatever. He's just like if the fucker gets the ball back and he's down you six be, or you seven, just don't know. you're just like fuck. Yeah,
2: he's you the know? last guy you want to have the ball. That's true. And he's yeah, it's gonna be
0: he's cool. been very interesting. He's been vocal uh about his receivers, his young receivers. I don't know if you caught this story, but uh I forgot his first quote. It was something about them kind of sucking, uh, without saying sucking. And then, uh, the reporters came to him the next day and he said, well, I hope we're not that soft and we're not going to win any games. I'm not, uh, here to do anything, but throw to throw to football. on the quarterback. And if I got that, if my guys on my team are that soft, that my words about their performance, uh, Bother them in what they're supposed to do in their positions, then I might be, you know, playing with the wrong guys. So he, you know, he he's been pretty vocal, like he wants people to step up to his level, and uh, he's earned the um, right through his performance. We both
2: know that I won't necessarily say that that's the right way to go about it by calling guys out publicly, but sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. But in the same breath, you know, NFL, you want to win the Super Bowl, you you fucking, you you better bring it because there's just too many good players, too many good teams. If you don't show up every week, you wake up on you know week twelve and you're you're out of it (laughs) because you just there's a lot of and this year particularly there's a lot of good quarterbacks. Uh, and if some of these rookies, who have all so far, uh, none of them have sucked yet, I'm not saying they won't, because it's only been one week of preseason. And then okay. again, you know, the pre, the preseason to the regular season is another, is another hop, skip, and a jump. But so far, none of them have sucked. If even two or three of them turn out to be the real deal out of the five or six, uh, there's going to be some uh, mighty, mighty tired cornerbacks and pass protection teams because the ball is going to be... I mean, I watched that. It was a Josh Allen from Buffalo. And, yeah, I mean, he's he's green and he's got some work to do. But he he fired a couple of 50-yard passes that were just effortless where he didn't even look like he, he loaded up. And, he you know, flick of the wrist, 50-yarders. Well, boy, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen anybody throw like that in you know, quite a while Uh a lot of the guys don't have big arms anymore. They they've gone to the you know Don Brady model where you know we're deadly accurate from you know ten to twenty, but we're not so much after that. And this guy looked like he might uh, he might have the the real deal there, which would be good for Buffalo because Lord knows everything else they got sucks. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. But, um, well, they haven't had our, like I mean they haven't had a quarterback in Buffalo since. uh, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. I
0: mean, and, uh, they're
2: kind of like uh, we did. Uh, Nate and I did on the last show, uh, Miami Dolphin quarterbacks, and we laughed like we laughed outrageously. I mean, since Dan Marino, <laughs> who was there for like sixteen years or eighteen years or something, they haven't had a half decent quarterback since. And It's no wonder they don't no. win because you can't win without one. No, you know, Gus,
0: um, Gus
2: Peratt, we laughed so hard at Gus Barott after he had been in Washington. Excuse me. Um
0: um here in Philly here in the in well, the land of fans that ignore everything. Uh a big a big thing uh, you know last year uh we got injured in a lot of places um Jason Peters and uh, da, 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 who's our who's our defense? Uh, never mind. There, there was five injuries that I can't yeah, think of. Yeah, there was my injuries
2: head. all over the place. <clears throat> there was injuries all over. But the place. anyway, let's put it that way.
0: Everybody's feeling better this year, except you know uh, our top receiver, um, a Super Bowl fucking stud. And you've got a quarterback uh,
2: who still may or may not, not yet remains to be seen.
0: Yeah, we don't know about Nick Foles or Carson Wentz, but um, I can't believe our Super Bowl champion yeah, they both, wide receiver. They both, they both, For, forget them because you're going to make me forget more. Um Sorry. I'm trying to, I'm trying to stall because I can't remember our number one receiver who came from the Bears. Please tell me his name. Uh, or, uh, fucking caught a uh, goddamn touchdown in the Super Bowl. Uh, what the fuck's his name? I don't know. Well, Who's the Eagles' know. number one receiver? I don't know. Oh Christ! It's he, he got he's an All Pro from the Bears. He got traded from the Bears to us. Why? Oh, why is his uh, name escaping me?
2: Uh, uh, Jeffrey.
0: Thank you, Alshon Jeffrey. Sorry. Philly fans, I just had a slip you know, of the
2: brain. Uh, there's, come on, there's just so many names. It's hard to remember. Have them all on the tip of your tongue. You know them when you hear them, but sometimes a guy's got to, sometimes I've got to go look to him and go, okay, yeah, I knew that. But there's just so many. I mean, he's, he's our number remember, one on the uh, Super
0: Bowl team. Yeah, though. see, he's out with the,
2: uh, what is his issue?
0: Shoulder uh, injury. The scapular
2: imbalance. <laughs> He can't. <laughs> I came up with another thing that, uh, what was the thing you said that Mark Fultz couldn't do that I didn't have on my top 10? Uh,
0: raise his hand in school for for an right. answer.
2: Right. I also came up with he couldn't uh, hail any uh, waiters at fancy restaurants.
0: Yeah. Did you do cabs at the top 10? He can't get a cab
2: either. Don't. Oh, he can't hail a cab. Oh, there's three. We're working on another one. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: The top 20 eventually. things.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, but anyway,
2: mine,
0: uh, I mean. Alshon's out for at least the first two games, from what I heard tonight. Um, we got rid of Tory Holt. And you can could, you could say what you want about him last year, but he did a lot. What we got him for is to stretch the field. And although he didn't catch, uh, you know, any spectacular 80-yard bombs from Wentz or Foles, he did you know get some forty five fifty yard penalty calls that right. you know, put us in position.
2: I mean you've got Did you uh, did you well me? No. I I'm oh, okay. just saying, I mean they've they've got Mike Wallace who was yeah. not too bad. who's kinda like Tory Holt Nelson, Light. Right, and they've got mean, Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar who's not who's not too bad. But, but Aguilar was the
0: shit. Until
2: his numbers were okay. Um, No,
0: until they're uh, going to throw a lot of balls. Last year, Aguilar showed up. He was about to get cut because he was the shit. Prior to Jeffrey. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He had Jeffrey and he had Tory Smith, who I just called Tory Holt, Uh, beside him. Veteran presences, and he also had a good tight end in Zach Ertz. I mean, and it, he and it had, opened the field up for him a little bit.
2: He had more catches than your boy Alshon Jeffrey did last year. So,
0: yes, it opened the field up due to double coverage. But the thing is, without them in the lineup, he's not. A, he's not a number one. And you know, if you want to say Mike Wallace is a number well, one, well, they're no. going to have to. You they're going to
2: have to move. They're probably going to have to move Wallace into Jeffrey's spot, which means. Aguilar is probably going to go into Wallace's spot, and then they'll have the uh, going to throw a lot of I'm balls.
0: Sure, I'm sure with Ertz and Dallas Goddard, they're going to do a double yeah. tight end deal yeah. and all that. Yeah, they're
2: going to throw a lot of balls to, in the tight end direction, except that Goddard's fucking hurt. So... Um, but, I mean,
0: without receivers, with all these people saying, you, you know, I told you in Philly they're zombies and they're sure we're going to repeat. Well, I mean
2: yeah, you got to have somebody has got to catch it. Just because you got somebody that can throw it doesn't, you know, that's only part of the equation.
0: And, you know, we got uh, we
2: got the
0: very you old got uh, the- Darren Sproles back.
2: You know. Yeah, I, but I, but on paper the the, the the Eagles are good. Now what they'll be? I'm not saying they're not. But, you know whether they have a Super Bowl letdown because that's does happen quite often. Um, injuries, of course, because that is the bane of all fucking sports teams everywhere. Uh, and of course, now that they're the champions, they're going to get everybody's a game.
0: I gotta give you—you you can't do it yet, but about seven, about seven days before the season starts, around the last preseason game, I'll figure which is the worst to listen to, either ninety-seven-five or ninety-four-one. Just to give you a firsthand perspective, uh, you know, you can find the link yourself. Obviously, you're better, but I'll send it to you if you don't. And if you can get through an hour of the callers,
2: I will be <laughs> well, shocked. I might find it. I might find it funny. It might be so humorous. I mean,
0: enough. you would That's think you got it up here. that you would think that it was the '85 Bears coming into this season, comparatively speaking to last year, and it, it's not. I mean, yes, they are good. I am so elated, proud, happy, relieved that no uh, Cowboys fans or Redskins fans or Giants fans can say any longer, where's your rings, motherfucker? I uh, yeah,
2: no, uh, full, full marks. But we all know how hard it was last year. And exactly. even last year, you know, two or three plays that went their way, didn't go their way, they don't win. This year is nope. going to be even fucking harder. It's going to be even yep. harder this year. So that tells you all you need to know. I mean, we just had it happen up here. Like I know you don't follow hockey, but uh, the Oilers just had their uh, their best defenseman just went down in a heap in training, tore ACL, out for the season. What's his name? Uh, any other? Uh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Sakara. You would probably wouldn't know him because he's a foreigner and he's from England. Uh, but
0: I know, I know. A um,
2: lot, so. Yeah. He economy, goes he goes productive. out of the tour ACL. So, of course, the fan base is like, ah, Holy fuck. Our number one defenseman is the only one we had that was any fucking good." Oh Christ. Out comes the fucking management. Oh, don't worry. Uh we've seen such great strides in development in these two, you know, 18-year-olds we got on the farm that they we're not even, you know, slightly concerned about this. It's it's well, yeah, we'll miss them, but we're 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 quite confident that we can, you know, plug the gap from with what we've already got. To which my reply on uh, the Sportsnet up here, ESPN for, for Americans, um, I replied to the Sportsnet guy. I said, so if these two kids were so fucking good, how come they're not playing already? We just, fin- uh-huh. we just finished telling us you've only got one defenseman. You need at least six on a team. You got two real, real good ones, but you haven't been playing them? Why? The logic is lost on me. If they're good and ready, to, they were ready. They've been ready to go. Well, why weren't they playing last year when you guys sucked and didn't have any defensemen? <laughs> like I'm a little bit lost there. Uh, I find it hard to believe that, uh, you know, it would be like if Connor McDavid went down. Oh well, don't worry. We had two. We got two guys who can take his place down in the minors. Well, if you got two guys that can take his place, why aren't they already playing? We should have yeah. three Connor McDavid's up here on the team then, if that's the case. Like, that's just stupid. But, of course, the fan base, oh, 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 the management says, oh, we're okay. Oh, fine, fuck him. Trade him. <laughs> we don't care now that he's hurt. And it's just like, guys, you just lost your number one D-man. Well, you're fucked. I, you're fucked,
0: unless you find another one. I have. All I have is some uh, words that may be comforting, Tim. Just trust the process.
2: Trust the process. Well, I hate Edmonton, so I'm quite okay with it. I mean, it would be like if Carson Wentz went down. Okay, now, okay, they can legitimately say, "Well, don't worry about it. We got Nick Foles. It's okay. We got Foles. We're all right." But then if Foles goes down, they can't come back to the t- and, and well, they probably would. But, well, don't worry. We got the, we we drafted a guy. He'll. He'll he'll fill his shoes. Well, no, he won't. He might be able to two or three years from now, but he's not going to do it tomorrow. Well, I uh, to add some. I mean, I don't even know who the third string quarterback for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles even is. It is one Nate Sudfeld.
0: He is a clone body wise of Wentz and Foles. Well, don't he just look like a
2: big... Doesn't he just look like a big corn-eating farm boy Uh, from Indiana? Yeah.
0: But one thing that Foles
2: has... He's from California, but he he, went to school in Indiana.
0: Indiana. Yeah. One thing he doesn't have... or I'm I'm sorry. One thing that Foles and Wentz don't have that Foles has is the nickname from the shower and his co-teammates, including the black guys, Nick the Dick. Because Nick he, Foles is supposedly the Robert Fuller of professional football.
2: Well, you got to yep. hand it to Nick Foles. <laughs> if he's got a horse cock, all the power to him.
0: Uh, you know it sucks, man? That guy, before last year, like even if last year didn't happen, his his old man is like, I, I forget the business, but it's like a multi-million, possibly billion-dollar business. So he's already wealthy. Uh, you know, he played at Arizona. He got, got all the chicks. Then you hear he's got a huge cock. And then he comes in as a fucking backup and beats the Patriots in the Super Bowl, along with everybody else in the way as well.
2: Cool. Is it is it I mean, Wentz is the Jesus is the Jesus guy?
0: Wentz is the Jesus guy goes on retreat. Okay, I, was, I, I uh, wasn't sure
2: which one was which. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Just trying to keep them straight in my head.
0: Um, yeah, Falls is uh, Falls believes in God. I believe. Uh, thank God. I mean, I mean, like there's that, nothing wrong
2: with it. I just know one of them is pretty heavy duty. Not, okay,
0: fair Wentz enough. Wentz is correct. Crazy spiritual yeah he he uh actually he bonded with the more spiritual players of color, uh some being his receivers, one got traded in uh Jordan Matthews, and he literally drove Jordan to the airport, and they cried as they embraced when Jordan got on well, not got on the plane, but left uh Carson. Before last season, to go to Buffalo, and uh, because Carson took him and Alshon and somebody else, some other brother, maybe Aguilar, not sure which ones, but it, and a, maybe a white dude was thrown in there, but they they went on a retreat to just play football, learn each other's uh, personalities, run routes, and talk about God, and they won the Super Bowl. So you know what? there's another one for spirituality.
2: There again and Another you know, one for
0: anti-racism <laughs> Whatever they,
2: floats your boat
0: God had no color
2: And if, if yes. that's what gets you Through today All power to you I mean like we've both said publicly on here That I'm not sure what the right term is But we both believe in something Like we don't We're not atheists yeah. Or or whatever the case may be we're, I'm not sure what kind of a tag to put on it These days but you know, I'm not. I'm not sure that there's a God, you know, who wears a white robe up there, who sits in a big chair and watches out over us. But there's, there's logically, there, to me anyway, there's something, some kind of higher power up there. I don't care what you want to call it. Doesn't matter to me. Um, but there's something up there. So I don't have a. I don't have a problem. Sure. The, you know, there again, as long as he keeps it in the. Uh, uh, in the avenues it belongs in, I'm okay with it. Like I don't need to. Okay, I well, Carson Wentz on, on ESPN today, and he launches into a 10 minute, a speech about how we're all going to burn in hell. Okay, well I don't want to hear that.
0: No, I don't think he's that type of cat because uh, he also is an avid hunter. Um, huh? After games, he flies. He right. flies back I'm to north, <laughs> north. He flies back to North Dakota after games like, from Philly, just to go hunting and clear his mind and kill. Uh, So killer instinct, I guess, is there for the heavenly uh, Carson. Um, But I think we are the only show in history that went within three minutes or so of talking about Nick Foles' giant, larger-than-life cock in the shower that even black guys shit the bed at. If, to if if you a, believe in the a higher, higher power, power,
2: God, God made that big cock. So what's wrong with talking about it? But, but it why didn't courage.
0: the Good Lord bless Carson? And
2: well, because maybe Nick Foles doesn't. Nick Foles doesn't have the faith, so he might need that big cock a little bit more than Carson Wentz. Yeah, give Carson Wentz a nice average one because he could deal with it. You know, he didn't need it. He just wouldn't. Maybe would uh, he, he maybe wouldn't. He maybe even wouldn't have used it. You know, maybe, you know, I'd mean, Nick Foles a big cock so he could go out there and fuck the shit out of everything that moves, knowing Carson Wentz. I saw Nick done. Foles. I mm-hmm. saw Nick
0: Foles on the Aspies. Um, I guess a reasonably handsome man or whatever. And,
2: uh, you don't really know what he looks like, to be honest.
0: Uh, just really what you out. would picture.
2: Carson Wentz. Well, himself just, just a, just a He's just basically guy.
0: looks like them. But, anyway, uh, he had his date, a.k.a. his wife or girlfriend. I'm pretty sure it's his wife, though. What kind of fool would she be to leave him? Uh, an heir well, of a million. He, uh, he makes millions on his own. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Was he the MVP? I think he was. He had to be, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And... Uh, you know, on top of it, the mother, mother effer's got, you know, wonder, 10 uh, inches down there.
2: I wonder how many people know that this is his second go-around with the Eagles.
0: Well, everybody here does, but,
2: uh, you yeah, know, I wonder how many of the Jones at home know that that he actually won the Pro Bowl, or was a Pro Bowler and back his first time around with the Eagles.
0: And he lost to Drew Brees here by a field goal when Chip Kelly was the coach. And then Jeff Fisher well, I, almost ran him out of the game.
2: Well, I tell you, whoever made the trade to get him back, which I'm not sure how they got him back, I don't know that. How Rosen Um Needs a pat on the back, because that was a good move, obviously, and, and came up roses.
0: Uh, yes, the Eagles front office as opposed to the Sixers, quite a big difference.
2: Uh, because didn't they trade? Who did they trade Sam Bradford for? Was that Wentz?
0: Uh False, I think.
2: Or was that false? That's how they got I him think back. False. That's how they. Ninety-nine percent sure because that sure was, a, that was a they traded him
0: to get him back. No, no, that wouldn't be true. They traded him to Minnesota yeah, because Bradford. Bradford was no, 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 no,
2: no. no to get tra- him back, they traded Bradford to Minnesota. The original,
0: the original was Foles to St. Louis for Bradford, I think. Now I'm getting mixed up, but because I gotta, I gotta Bradford and Foles both played for Jeff Fisher as did Goff, as did everybody that sucked until they got away from Jeff Fisher. But before the season opener, before the season opener two years ago, Bradford moved.
2: He got hurt and, and was on IR, and then they brought in, that was when they brought Vic back. And then they drafted Matt Barkley.
1: Yeah, and then they, for some for out.
2: some reason they decided he was expendable, and I'm not sure. I got to get to that point. I'm not sure why. Uh, blah 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 blah. Blah blah blah. So finish finishes went, the twentieth. Lin gets his starts in the Pro Bowl.
0: Uh, I think he went to St. Louis, then Kansas City, or vice okay, versa.
2: So we got. 2014, Chip Kelly releases the Deshaun Jackson. So of course that doesn't help. That didn't go over well here. No, I can imagine not. Okay, then he broke his collarbone. Mark, Chan- Mark Sanchez finishes out the season as Eagles starting quarterback.
0: <laughs> that didn't go
2: over well here. So then they trade Foles. To St. Louis for Sam Bradford.
0: Okay, I was right on that.
2: All right. So then, Souls goes. So how did he get back work out. to Philadelphia?
0: It didn't work out in St. Louis. Okay, it he, was ends very bad to, he ends up going to.
2: He ends up signing with the Chiefs.
0: Because Andy Reid still deal. believed in
2: him. Yeah, A two-year deal, and he is. They do the Chiefs do not pick up his second year option. And he is right. re-signed by the by the Eagles on a two-year deal. So, because
0: the quarterback coach for Kansas City was
2: Doug Peterson. I don't, ah, all right, fair enough. So Jeffrey Laurier then must allow his uh, his general manager must uh, have a lot of rope.
0: It's Hallie Roseman who won executive of the year. And he works yeah, well, closely Lord, I mean, with
2: the coaches. Because, the, well, it's a rare uh, it's a rare owner who lets his you know most of the guys there eagle egomaniacs, and they think he's not Robert Kraft or Jerry Jones now. Yeah, yeah, that they they think just because they own a football team that they know about football, which is usually not the case, because most of them no. are businessmen and don't know shit about football. They're certainly not running a, uh, a franchise anyway. Well, good for you know, but, good for Nick Foles because he's going to come out smelling like roses one way or the other. Because his the, contract the is going to be up, so barring injury, the Eagles are either is, going to have to re-sign him or he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah,
0: they they they, they had chances to move him for like second round picks and, and things that people would have, but as a show of loyalty and stuff, and with. Partially, but due to Wentz not coming back right away, they uh, they decided to keep Nick. But I, his his future is in question as far as long term.
2: Well, they're waiting. Uh, to, but, I think they're they're waiting to see what Wentz has got. Yeah, sure. If he, that, that plays a part. of you know, if he plays and but, yeah, if he plays and that's good, well then they'll they may move him. But they had offers though uh, that were.
0: For a guy, even though he won the Super Bowl, for a guy at at that stage in his career who uh, was the quote-unquote backup, they had good offers. There's got to be
2: 20 teams that would take him in a heartbeat. Yeah.
0: So they they, – I don't know how many they got, but they had offers. That was confirmed by somebody legit. I don't remember who.
2: Well, they should be a lot better than a – should be a lot one. better than a second round pick, though. Good lord, that's nothing.
0: Uh, second round's pretty good in football,
2: M- mind you. I suppose when when he's not under contract and you, you could wait till the year was up and get him for nothing, yeah, you know, or, or, or attempt to or attempt to resign him for nothing, I, I guess. But back to a, a back to of, a big a pick's better. Big than point.
0: A big point, and uh, if you could understand it, it, it wasn't totally audible in Jason Kelsey's uh, parade speech that went viral. Um, Howie Roseman, the GM, was the GM in the losing years with Andy Reid fucking up the time management so much and got demoted in favor of Chip Kelly to have full control. And Howie Roseman, to his credit, instead of treated worked harder, worked with people, uh, studied more, etc, etc he, he He was still with the team, but his, he he went from DGM to a guy who was not seen by anybody because his office was on the other side of the building, and he was still with the team, but they literally didn't even see him except for certain people. And after Chip Kelly failed. He uh, pitched his case as to why he should be back in that spot, and damn if he didn't prove himself right. He played all his cards right, and they became world champions. So very well, deserved. He, uh, uh, he
2: is also not the uh, general manager
0: anymore. Wait, he is a actually
2: minute, what the, happened? He, he is exactly. the president
0: of football the ex- operations. He is, the vice,
2: he is the vice president of football operations, which is actually higher. He's that job too. But he actually, they give him a higher one just to protect him, just to let everybody know yeah. that hey, and not only is this, because I'll call him a kid because he's fucking younger than me, he's only forty three. Um, just a little reminder to everybody that this guy is pretty much untouchable. As far as uh, you know, the only guy who's going to fire him is going to be the owner. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, he's. Obviously, executives, besides the larger-than-life ones like Jerry Jones, um, you wouldn't recognize if you passed them on the street. But if you did recognize a Hallie Roseman, right. But if you did in Philadelphia recognize a Hallie Roseman, if you had five bucks in your pocket and he has a million in, well, more than that, uh, in his bank account, you still buy that guy a drink. You know, it's it's like he is very worshipped
2: well, in this town. You poor bastards you waited so long. So very long. Some people didn't even didn't even live long enough to see it, unfortunately. Yeah. For that for I that know. title. But and we and then the same
0: and two months later we got going over for their second three years.
2: Well, so we're we, we're uh, pretty good. And the Phillies are rocking it? uh the, the Sixers uh,
0: made the playoffs, the Flyers made the playoffs, right? The,
2: Flyer, the Flyers and the Flyers right. have got uh the Flyers may have finally and now I can't remember the young man's name. Um shit. Wayne Greg blog blog talk radio lady hush in my ear about 10 seconds. We'll go for as long as we want. Uh no, they finally may have solved their goaltending problem. They actually have they actually signed a, or drafted a young guy from from up his neck of the woods who may actually be a goalie worth having, which is the first one they would have had there in a long time uh I mean we wrong wow. next all, I guess, but I mean even that's back there, and he was uh he was as fiery and flashy as he was good, I guess he had his moments of Suckitude to really the best goalie Philadelphia has has had in the last 40 years was probably uh, Pelly Lindbergh and, oh, and Bernie yeah. before that, yeah, yeah, before that. But uh, Lindbergh but then he what? He died. He wrapped his Lamborghini or Ferrari or somewhere on a post and died. But uh, since then, they really haven't had any any steadying guy in the net. So with uh, with somebody back there that can hold the fort down every now and then. The Flyers might actually, uh, I mean, they were half-decent last year, but they might actually move up from half-decent to pretty good. So, I don't know. Being a Philadelphia sports fan, not too bad. Uh, at least last yeah, year. Yeah, anyway. it's
0: not. It really, I mean, some some people mistake the, uh, you know, passion and anger in, in some of my takes, but it's only because I uh, I love teams. I love all four of our teams especially, you know, my favorite being the NBA. But, uh, you know, I'd love the Sixers to win the NBA title this year, but I just don't think they're making the right move to do so. Yeah,
2: you know, as we've said lots of times on this show before, there are fans. Well, there are bunches of fans. There's bandwagon fans who are only there when the team wins. Then there are people who like to go – but they're not really, you know, they're the uh, Kool-Aid drinking type of fan, which is another type. Yeah. And then there's fans like us who, we not only love the franchise we love, but we love the sport, and we're not, right. we're not, uh, we're not tricked entirely by, you know, the management and the, uh, whatever the media department is throwing at us, you know, you know, no, they, you know, t- trading. Uh, two guys for a bag of pucks was not a good idea. No, you can't convince me that that was a good move. You know, and this is why. You maybe will prove me wrong, but, you know, like the false move and all that stuff, I mean, you can tell us whatever you want, but until we see some results, we're just, you know, we're not on board with that move. And you said it from the, you know, you said it before the guy even got drafted. Yeah. And, you know, and nobody can, okay, but how many did? Not many. Oh, well, he looked like he's going to be a great player.
0: Yeah. Well, all they right. all followed um, that radio; those two radio stations that I was going to die. I you mean, the listen, proof so. in the, is
2: not in the pudding so far, and like I said, and and you're also big enough to, if he turns out to be all right, let's say he comes back this year and plays well, we'll give him the credit for that too. Sure. We won't throw him under the, well, yeah, the game. We won't throw him under the bus one hundred percent, but for now, he's under the bus. If he, I won't say yeah. he can't crawl out from underneath there, but he's under there now, so he's got a lot of work to do to get out from underneath that fucker too. But uh, and I'm the same way. I mean, I love my Maple Leafs, but if they do something stupid, it's stupid. I don't care, and yeah. I can freely admit that. Okay, when they lose, like I'm not one of those fans either. All oh, the, you know, the, the Eagles lost. Uh, the fucking refs, goddamn refs, got it all for us. NFL doesn't doesn't love the Eagles. Well, no, the. <laughs> <laughs> you get beat. I mean, okay, everybody yeah. gets a bad call now and then. But I mean, when we get beat, we get beat. I don't have any problem admitting that. Like this year, like the Bruins, Bruins were a better team than the Leafs were this year. When they proved it in the playoff series, and that's that's all she wrote. I, I can't say anything more about it. Toronto needs to get better, and then they did. Yeah. So we'll see how. I'm not. And then they did so. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm 99% with you, but basketball, some refs are a little curious, and that's been proven. But, you know, uh, in, no, but in, you still, in the case
2: of. Right, but you still won't. I mean, if, if okay, yeah. All right, we got five bum calls, and that's why we lost, and they were bum calls. Okay. But if your team gets beat, you don't go looking for excuses for why they got beat. They got beat because they, you not the excuses? No, it's because this guy here sucked, and this guy over here didn't do this. That's why we lost.
0: Well, uh, in, 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 in the case of football, to make your point, um, you know, there might be a holding call or something when you score late in the game. But if you review the whole tape of all four quarters, you could easily find two or three on the other side that
2: would stop yeah, well, you know stop, you know, them, you get guys, stop the uh, other team. It just happened in the – I know you don't follow this, but they had the um, under-18 – uh, not the World Championships, but they have a tournament every year up here. You know, the States is in it, and Sweden and Russia, and the usuals. But the guys all got to be under 18, and they can't be drafted yet by the NHL. And Canada is playing U.S., as is wont to happen in these events. And um, Canada scored with point you know, one second left or something to tie the game. Uh, They didn't have video review at this thing, for whatever reason, which nobody can quite figure out, but they didn't have it. And it turned out after, you know, when you slow everything down, okay, the goal shouldn't have counted. So the U.S. got jobbed. But then, of course, then the argument comes up, okay, but they still could have won in overtime and didn't. They ended up losing. Well, the reason we lost was because that goal shouldn't have counted. Well, no, that's the reason it went into overtime, but that's not the reason you lost, the reason you lost is because you got scored on again. You could have easily yeah. won in overtime, but they, but they, they packed up their bags because they're young kids, and they got, you know, they turned into cry, they got, went into crybaby mode, and you know, we, we got fucked over, and they didn't show up in overtime, and the game was over before they turned around. Uh, you know, there's that kind of shit. That that's inexcusable. Uh, you know, and you can find in a football game. Okay, well, we lost, you know, we, we got beat 21 to nothing, but it was those two calls that really fucked us. Well, no, it was those four drop balls on those first three series we had back in the first quarter when we should have scored 14 points and we didn't get nothing. You know, that would have changed the game immensely. But people only people only see the, or a lot of people anyway, they only see the last five minutes of, of a game and what happened. And You know, games turn on weird things both ways. Sports is a weird thing. That's why it's so much fun to watch. You just never really know. Yeah.
0: Well, you, know, it you were saying. this
2: way, but... Go ahead.
0: You were saying earlier that uh, we were about out of time, but I was uh, thinking, since you are in the vicinity of Calgary and we are both pro wrestling guys, that we should maybe end... With a little RIP yeah. to Jim the Anvil, my That's true.
2: We never really, yeah, we never really talked about that anywhere else because you know, we really haven't had a chance. Um, I remember watching him when he had no beard. It was just a big, great, big barrel-chested motherfucker who used to fight the Hearts on a regular basis back in the day. Used to beat the yeah. shit out of Brett almost. All the time when Brett was a little guy and Davy Boy and uh, and Dynamite before they Dynamite. before they bulked up, yeah, that he used to he used to lay beatings on them on quite a quite a regular basis up in Stampede. And yeah, I was uh, I never I I don't really know like how how he's rated in the work department, but I fucking loved him when he was in like in the Hart Foundation and he was kind of crazy, Jim Neidhart. You know, he'd, yeah. he'd, uh, he would fork that goatee down and go, he, he don't need to get that cackly fucking laugh going. I fucking need to mm-hmm. eat that shit up. I used to love that. Um, did you, did you is, see the t- 63 is far too fucking young for a man to die. That's all I know.
0: Same, same age as Vader. Um, did you uh, see the old WWF show TNT with... Jimmy Hart and the Hart Foundation playing the dating game with the Rosati sisters.
2: No. I'll have to look that up on YouTube.
0: (laughs) It's probably... They probably took it down from YouTube and put it on a WWE network if you can find it. It's fucking hilarious. I remember I used to watch it over and over on my... I taped it on VHS when it actually aired. And... uh, All I remember was uh, one part... um, Nightheart going, uh, (laughs) looking like strange and, and you can picture a Nightheart face, like unpleasant about their appearance. And and he just (laughs) throws out, throws out the phrase. What's that on her face, Jimmy? Like asking Jimmy Hart, like she had some kind of mole or something. Um, there was a lot more funny quotes. Uh, But that's always that I'll never forget him him like freaking out over some mole she had. But two quick anecdotes uh, before we get out of here about about Anvil. Um, When I was about sixteen or seventeen is when WWF and NWA started purposely booking Philadelphia on the same night and legit sold out both buildings Uh, so you know they were kind of it was the it was the war before the war and in my opinion the real golden age of wrestling but um, but the benefit of the of the fans at the Marriott was they all stayed there on purpose so guys they hadn't seen from territory days in five years they could run into and drink with and be like how you been you know whatever so uh, at that time, uh, I've told this story before, um, Ivan Koloff was a guy I drove and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm talking to Ivan and there's a couple of people around my friend, Paul Polici if he listens and, uh, just a couple of young fans. Uh, let's get a picture with Ivan. And I think it me and Paul might have been posing with him or something. And somebody holding both our little shitty cameras from back in that era, like them Kodak deals. Neidhart's in the bathroom, uh, full heel mode, and then no mood to fucking deal with fans. He's wanting to see his boys from the other company. And the people that were kind of like flocking over to where we were posing with Ivan was near the bathroom in his way. So that didn't uh, do his mindset very well. He grabs whoever was holding the cameras and with one hand threw a fastball with both our cameras and smashed them against the wall. Uh, Scared the fuck out of me uh, and my buddy Paul. Ivan was like, I, do, I, I, I don't know why he is so upset, you know, trying to cover for him or whatever. And he stormed back into the bar. And uh, for, like, a little while, I feared the real-life Jim Neidhart, not the wrestling personality. Then years later, I get involved, and Neidhart's not in the WWF anymore and stuff. He works for Carlos, as do I. And the nicest motherfucker in the world in the dressing room is Nidor. I managed Sabu that particular night. I didn't have a car or my ex wouldn't let me. I was still with my ex. I forget. So my friend Bob McFalls, if he's listening, borrows his wife's car because he was a big wrestling fan. And I and I told Dennis, I said, Bob's not really totally smart for the business, but he gets that it's not really real. And, you know, he'll run around for you. He can do whatever you want. He can do security or whatever. I said, just let him, you know, because I, whatever. Long story short is uh, the end of the night, Bob says one thing to me before we go. Um, yeah, my, my wife, is, the only thing she said is like, you know, keep the car clean because she's really really a neat freak and just very concerned with the car. I'm like, "Ah, nobody. Well, it turns out we drive Sabu and Neidhart back to Philadelphia. And let's just say uh, some marijuana was used by uh, myself, Sabu, and... Jim the Anvil to a point where it looked like a Cheech and Chong movie and uh (laughs) I finally got the the balls Bob was freaking because you know his concern was the car but I finally got the balls because I had sort of you know buddied up with Nightheart and said hey man uh you know not for nothing but you owe me a camera and he's like what do you mean bro uh, you know uh inquisitive and uh I tell him the story that I just told you about hurling on my camera when I was, like, 16 or 17 years old. And Sabu, of course, cracks up, which, you know, made it worse on Neidhart. And Neidhart's like, oh, shit, how much was it, brother? I was fucked up. I probably just did coke. Uh, and he pulls <laughs> out, like, he pulls out his wallet. and You want 100 bucks? Like, he's all high and shit. And I'm like, no, man, you're such a cool dude. I totally get it now. I didn't get it then. Uh, I'll give you a hundred dollars. I swear to God, you know, it costs real fast and shit. But anyway, that was, uh, it came full circle. And we ended up like on the same show and in the same car and smoking the same weed. And, and he offered to pay for the camera from years past. So I probably, you know, I, I probably ran into him one other time, just said hello or whatever, but, um, that was enough for me. That was a good little, uh, Knowledge that he was a good dude just had a bad night. Probably thirty straight days on the road, no sleep. A bunch of people bothering him, you know, outside the bathroom when he's just trying to see his old boys mm-hmm. or whatever. But and, yeah, by, and it was all, kayfabe. It was kayfabe, yeah. so he he was being a heel. Oh.
2: Yeah, by by all reports, um, a very likable man uh, and a, a good family guy too. Apparently. I mean, for as much as, you know, that's kind of what they say about guys when they die. But by all reports, a pretty good dude, pretty good family man. And like I say, 63. Um, I guess he was suffering from uh, dementia. And uh, from what I could gather, and I'm not 100% sure, but that he hit his head. And that's, like, he didn't die from a heart attack. or. Uh, but he had a grand, I think he had a grand mal seizure, I believe they said. But, man, 63 years old is just, you know, that's well, not I mean, really that it, old. It, it's not that old these it, days. It,
0: it doesn't seem old to us because we're getting there. <laughs> but uh, And it's not old, you're right. But uh, if we'd have heard that at 25, it wouldn't have seemed so Oh, yeah, crazy. no, yeah,
2: okay, well, yeah. No. 63, holy Jesus, that's ancient. Yeah. Yeah, but, all uh, I know is the man with uh, – he had family and all the rest, and uh, you know, a death that, uh, while well, maybe not tragic necessarily, but too soon. That's all I'm trying to say.
0: And a uh, super entertainer in nice, his time.
2: Yeah, they did a nice, uh, they did a nice little workup for him on the on the on the show. Um, they even had uh, Rousey come out and that one yeah. word at the very beginning, which was. Kind of nice in a way, and something they don't normally do. Um, and that was the first I had heard because I was working, which sucked. Really put me on. Well, the thing bed. I thought that was interesting, did. and I don't know if you can shed any light on this or not, as you may know. I had read that uh, WWE didn't really want him, but that he was one of those ones that uh, Stu kind of put in a word for, and said, "Well, if you want my boys, you gotta take my boys." because he had married into the family at that point. Um, Now, I said I don't know if that's true or not, but I read that somewhere, that they really weren't that high on him. That's quite
0: possible. I don't recall if I heard that or not. Mind you, it 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 seems to me if if,
2: if memory serves the WWE really wasn't all that wild about Bret Hart at the very beginning either. Did no. he, he, he had a WCW run before, or an NWA run before he, well, not a run, but he was over there before he was in WWE, if my memory serves me correctly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I recall the old match in Japan against the original Tiger Mask. Brett was not built like Brett uh, of WWE fame. Then, um, kind of tall and lanky. Although he probably was he wasn't tall, he was the same height me, obviously.
2: But it makes me wonder when and I'd all have to go and look, but you know, like when I think of the Anvil, vulkers I only think of I mean, we think of the Hart Foundation, right? I mean, that's pretty much what comes to my mind. Florida, even I
0: know he Florida was Tag Team a Champion guy, too but... with a – Florida Tag Champ with Crusher Khrushchev, who was then known as Yeah, like I, I but I think it's I think of, a tag
2: but... team at the very least. I don't think of it was being a singles guy. But right. uh um, and, you know, I don't really know what happened to him. Like, he was kind of around when the – was he, he was around for the screw job, I believe. I seem to recall him being there, kind of. And then I, he sort of kind of faded away. I'm kind of curious as to what happened to him. If he hung it up or if he, they just didn't want him anymore or without the heart there, he he was a no-go or – I'm not sure. But then they, didn't they try to put him with Owen for a little bit?
0: I believe so. I mean, obviously me. he was in that Canadian gimmick with uh uh Tillman and Davey Boy and Owen and Brett and so that was around the screw job time I would I would gather. I'm bad with time frame.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I am too. I mean as, as you know, as a guy gets older the shit just all starts to uh you know, yeah. like in the immortal words of uh, Eric Bischoff, he says, you know, it's not that I don't I might know the answer to that. But he says, you, you know how many times I looked at a contract in the last 35 years? <laughs> you know, right. I don't really remember if it said fucking as or if or the or but. You know, he says, I don't fucking know. And why would Yeah, you? I
0: agree with that. I
2: well, agree with I mean, that you, Yeah, I mean, I could, I could ask you, well, Tom, did you ever drive bus on, you know, whatever street <laughs> yeah, you might go? Uh, yeah, and you might go, well, well probably. You and then if I said, well, when? You're So <laughs> what do you go, mean, probably? Yeah, you're you're going to go. I don't know for sure when, but I, I'm sure I drove a bus up and down that street. Right. You know, or did you know? Did you ever drive in this part of town? Well, probably maybe once or twice or whatever. But well, when did you do it? What day?
0: Well, it says here oh. you didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, somebody, <laughs> like, somebody, like, somebody all told right, me you I didn't. didn't. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> even alive when it happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly That's what
2: I'm getting at I mean, who the fuck knows But I guess on that note Yeah But he, yeah, quick,
0: he up. ended up WCW threw him some money too I think he was there for, for a yeah, minute or good. two I, I'm, Yeah, I
2: don't remember him being Jesus, no, maybe I do He wasn't in one of those fucking 17 incarnations of the NWO maybe I don't remember I'm gonna have to Might have been Because if he was he was Wolfpack or fucking NWO red or blue and purple and green and all that shit they had going on there for a while.
0: I'm going to do this just for you and our Jim Neidhart people. I have a, a stack that I went through a while ago of VHS tapes a lot of which I taped myself. And of course not having two VCRs and not being able to dub and not knowing how to transfer to DVD. I will just film with my Phone what I play on my TV, but I I know I have Neidhart backstage at a Dennis show with Tom Cassati doing an interview for me about something I don't know what the fuck I made up, but I was interviewing him and it was a had to be in the '90s, so somewhere in between WWF and WCW. Um, I got to get all that shit. Out there, so people yeah, can his, see somebody. That nice. fucking
2: laugh he would do, I would know that anywhere. Where he would have, yeah. It, you know, he would usually cackle at the end of their interviews, and yeah. uh, I would know that shit anyplace. In what an earlier think, too, time,
0: I, I would, I would make an attempt. He might have been able to do able it. To have done I, it? <laughs> I could channel it, yeah. Um, but it's, I can't. You know, it's one of those things where I,
2: I can't, I can't even slightly imitate it, but I'd know it when I heard it. Kind of thing. Right. Uh and then too, you know, and the other thing I was just thinking is that you know of all those guys, Bret Hart is the only fucking guy left alive. Yep. Owen's dead, Night dead, Smith's dead, fucking Dyna- well, Dynamite's still alive, I guess, but he might as well be dead. Pillman's gone. Yeah. Fuck getting old sucks, man. It's gonna be fun, yeah, it it's does. gonna get rough. It's going to get rough in another five or ten years when my real fucking hero heroes start biting the dust. See, you realize it's not so, much, not so much that your heroes are dying, it's just a, a remembrance to yourself that you are also the same age as your heroes and are, are next.
0: And, and the big picture is like the stuff we're talking about earlier. Like The cool people are all dropping off, so there's less of us to argue against the non-cool people uh, who fucking saw shit up.
2: millennial nut bars. I saw... Uh, uh, I, I just gotta get this out. I saw some on the news tonight that... Uh, well, on on uh, Google that some transgender... Uh, he's a guy who... I don't know if he's gone the whole nine yards or not, but he's a dude who's now a woman, at least in his own mind. And he's he actually won the fucking Democratic nomination to run for governor. Yeah, I'll send you the. I'll, I will send you the link to his video. It's only about forty seconds. You will laugh so fucking hard, because this guy is so painfully obvious—a man in a dress—that when it first comes, <laughs> like, if I didn't tell you that it was real, you would go, "What? What fucking comedy show was this from?" Because that's yeah. how it plays, like. Okay, this was a skit on Saturday Night Live or something. It's just like, how in the fuck did you, like, no offense, but how could you fucking vote for this? Like, you know, got fucking the man has, makes Caitlyn Jenner look fucking hot. It's that bad. Yeah, if you can imagine, no slam on Caitlyn Jenner, but if you can imagine uh, her looking even remotely attractive, there we go. Fucking, there's one for fucking Bobby. Caitlyn Jenner. There's the start of a Bobby Blaze murder, murder, fuck, kill thing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, or Mary There you go. Anyways, I guess we should wrap this up. uh,
0: Yeah, one one thing, one thing, one thing that ties into Jim the Anvil and Vader. Uh, even though Nate's 28 and we're a little older, one thing that's pretty consistent: big people don't live very long. Um. I'd say percentage well, wise. And
2: he's, yeah, well and they're doubling up too, right? Um a bigger guy. Uh, didn't lead a tremendously healthy lifestyle. Uh, food wise no, drug wise, all the partying and all that stuff. Travel then you throw bumps. on Yeah. Then you throw on top of there that you're beating yourself beating the shit out of yourself physically for a living. It's it's not a very good combination.
0: But, sure. but, I mean, take take the wrestling uh, connection away with travel and the bumps. If you just walk down the street or go to an old person's home, you don't see many large individuals. Um,
2: no, no, that's true. Um, which is why, of course, I've taken small steps to try to be a little healthier. I'm not fucking really yeah. sure if it's working, but... But uh I'm at least making the effort and I guess at some point well, your body will dictate it to you. You'll either be unable to do the things you want to do and be happy to be a a, a lump on a couch somewhere or you'll try to do something about it. I guess you or you'll drop you'll die. Like you said, you'll have a heart attack and drop dead. So Yep. Mm, such is life I guess. Sadness. So we yeah, end not a good <laughs> that's a good note. Well, I was g- I was gonna do, you know. Well, that's it. And then I was gonna. Oh, wait a minute! I just got a tweet from Meltzer that said, you know, Tom, you're uh, you didn't look quite so heavy on your old podcast. You
0: were, I, you know, were better, I know.
2: You were better on your old podcast than you're on this new one because uh, you're looking a little heavy.
0: He's such a but, prick, man! I I, I that must imagine all the Imagine all the little boys listening yeah. at 2 a.m. Eastern time or whatever it is, 3 a.m. Uh, well, that we, will be—we uh, know there's
2: thousands making them. themselves—they'll they'll be making themselves puke tonight. It's, it's you know, there's no school right now. Oh, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know about where you guys are. There's no school right now, so there could be, you know, some twelve-year-old yeah. boys up listening to this because they know they're not supposed to. We both know that when. You know your parents told, Well, I don't know what it would have been for you. For me, it was Johnny Carson. You, know, you can't stay up late to watch Johnny Carson. Fuck that shit. I, don't oh, watch I Johnny Carson. I fucked
0: that up. I, I fucked that up and 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 doubled down and was up for Letterman. So.
2: Well, either when way, yeah. It was 12:30. Yeah, well, Letterman well, I was 12:30. I, I would watch till the there. That's there's something. I'm gonna end it on that note. That's a that's one of those. How do you know your old moments when you remember yeah. when the TV stations didn't run 24 hours a day? Yeah. And and Letterman or or whatever would end, and you would get the national anthem followed by a beep. Yeah. And then about ten We're and then about ten minutes after that, it would go to Poltergeist. Yeah. It would, yeah. It would go to Black and White. Yeah. yeah. Now no right stations noise. do that. No station yep. do that. Everything's fucking on 24 hours. Even the fucking political channel. The House of Commons channel, which I guess for you guys would be like the House of Representatives channel. is on 24-7. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But anyways, yep. so on that note, for the seventh attempt, we're going to call it a night. Uh, anybody crazy enough to listen to this we made it right through all this, so fucking congratulations. Uh, the prize is that we might do another show next week. So there you go. Yeah, uh, I, I guess for in the future, uh, I don't really know. I guess there's talk about Sunday night NCAA football show, perhaps. I'm not 100% yes. sure on that, but I think, but I think so. With uh, McAdams
0: in, I'm with, in. You're in with, with Bowderns out, John and Nate seems fearful. <laughs>
2: uh, well, Names, Nate knows. Nate, who's, Nate
0: seems upset.
2: Nate knows that he is amongst his betters, and the adults are going to talk, and he's going to have to shush.
0: So. Oh, I'm talking about the SummerSlam co. Uh,
2: oh fuck, know. SummerSlam and the goat ass. Who gives a fuck?
0: Tape it. Well, I mean uh, that's 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 a big thing to Nate. It's it's
2: yeah. Well, oh yeah, I mean, okay, I, I I want to watch it too, probably, but I have no problem, to be quite honest. I'm 50. I can do both. I can have summerSlam on right. my television with no with no sound on and quite easily carry on a conversation with somebody else. I am capable I can multitask those millennials
0: and I think that's what should replace for if it's, well if I know it's the big dummy really
2: you know full full disclosure behind the curtain he 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 doesn't have school next week, so he doesn't have to get up Monday morning. It's not like he can't to yeah. up. Oh, Nate Bush, you big daddy. Well, here's the thing, Tim. I love me the WWE. I trust the process, and I love the WWE. WWE. Yeah, we'll we'll
0: figure it out, but we'll have some football.
2: Some football, and then uh, after that, well, you know, Wednesday will be Wednesday, I guess. And after that, who knows, but it will be what it'll be. And just stay tuned, and every once in a while we'll sneak up like we did tonight and throw something up there when nobody's expecting it. that's it for me up in the great wide north
0: and me and the whatever philly
2: is city of champions City. city of champions there we go everybody have a wonderful morning peace